Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, and welcome everyone to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Uh, today, our topic is called The Undying Love, uh, the, st- the strange case of Dr. Carl Tanzler. Uh, a story about a dude who um, searched his whole life for his soulmate, and when he finally found her, uh, she ended up dying, and uh, but that didn't stop him. So we're going to talk about their unique relationship. But before we do, um, let me introduce our panel. I am pleased to be joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, the Mistress of the Macabre, Satan's dirty little secret, pill popping, penis loving, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right. Timmy, how are you? Well, I'm fine. Uh, are you excited to be doing this topic? I am. I am. This is this is going to be a good one. You you're into all this uh, necrophilia. No, like that. no, no. I can't say that I am. But have you ever have you ever had a relationship no. with a dead person? No. Well, no. <laughs> As a dead person, ever had a relationship with you? No. I yeah. don't think so. Hmm. I don't. Have you ever considered it? Nope. I know. Uh, it's the what about it, the eternal stiffy? Nobody devil? has introduced you. You cannot. Do you speak. have you ever been on corpsesmingle.com? No, and I think it would be rather difficult for the corpse to be well, on there. You never know. You could put a profile on there and see. It's sort of like Tinder. Yeah. No, I'm good. The, the corpses have a hard time uh, swiping right or left. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that. I don't think my husband would appreciate it very much. Yeah, my my big goal on Tinder is to get a super like from somebody. I know it would is be that like a thing? A, uh, yeah, there's like you get like you can like someone that shows that you're interested <laughs> in them, or you can get a super like, which is you get you only get a few of those unless you buy them. You know, you can, you buy, can buy your own likes? super likes. You can no, not for yourself to super like someone else. Mm. But I've never received a super like, so that's my goal. What does that me. mean? It just means that someone super likes you. How do they know? Have you never seen Tinder? I've seen Tinder. Okay, so you can like some. You so can you're slip. just looking at somebody. Yeah, you can and say you, you like them, or you, you or can, you can super like them. Exactly, you can pass. It sounds like or a you racket, like, or you can super like them. Yeah, it sounds like a racket. No, you get someone really hot, you super like them. But see, the trick is to get someone, Colonel. You, you'll appreciate this. 
you find someone that's not quite so hot. A little mediocre. Yeah. yeah. And then you super like because them. Because the mediocre women love the attention. Oh, they yeah. don't get as much. Right. Yeah. Uh, they appreciate They'll drop their panties at Oh, the they'll, they'll throw them at you. Yeah. They'll hit you right in the forehead yeah. with yeah, their super panties. Yeah, super like, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I, uh, you know, I want to get a Tinder again. Just, just to <laughs> not see. Not introduced. Yeah, I have to introduce Why are you, you cutting okay, cut into my segment? It's, it's brandy time. It is brandy time. It's cold out, Timmy. I know it was eight Baby, degrees. Baby, it's cold outside. It was eight degrees when I came into work. It's this bullshit morning. cold this morning. Yeah. I'm not That's a when you could sing a rapey song to somebody and say, no, it, I would rather stay in here and get fondled right. by some old man. He continues to talk. That's <laughs> damn near, you know. Well, let me introduce him since he's uh, already uh, rudely interrupted us right. several times. What is that? I would like to introduce the uh, Shows man Shows up for who work the, whenever. <laughs> you were late today, dude. I, love, I could find my wallet. Uh, well, I know it's he a problem. He is the most wallet losingest motherfucker I have ever well, seen. Or his phone. Or, oh, my or, God. Every, I really like at least twice a week I see him coming in, and, he, and then he just turns around in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, and like, where are you going? his car. <laughs> I forgot something. <laughs> I know. I can't believe his kids have made it this long. <laughs> Let me introduce the... Uh, Whatever. Well, the, well he, he, at least he has a moral compass. Yeah. He's the moral compass of podcasting. Pecker. He is the um, <laughs> <laughs> most dangerous man in podcasting today. The very honorable penis loving, <laughs> <laughs> the face of bloody stool. Oh no! And the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, I did find my wallet this morning, Timmy. Well, I'm glad. So to I was that. pleased. I was all over the city looking for it, and uh, where was it at? Uh, my wife had it. Oh, okay. Um, and I, well, actually, it I was left, sitting right there next to his nuts. I, <laughs> I left it in her car, and uh, she uh, again. She and, and she does this thing to me. Uh, the boys. I don't know how. I'm trying to put this delicately. My wife is an incredibly lazy woman. I should have. Uh, wow. I should just remind. Uh, for those of you who are first-time listeners, we are an ex- we we are an explicit uh, podcast. We use foul language, so if that is Chuck you, more than anybody, well, for yeah. Real. Well, I don't know. You do your shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that's not your thing, um, you may want to check out some different podcasts. But go ahead, Colonel. You're getting back to the just, wife. Okay, really, we, she's lazy. We have two refrigerators. Okay. Uh-huh. And we keep all the drinks and everything in the refrigerator in the basement. Mm-hmm. And anytime Renee wants a drink, hey, can you go get me a diet, whatever? Now, we're both equally doing nothing. But she has not seen that basement. I don't know that she even knows. If we had a tornado come to our house, I don't know where she, if she would know where to go. Maybe she's concerned for you getting your steps in for your health. Yeah. So anyway, got kind of chunky. Taylor is uh, home. The boys were all home for the holidays, and they uh, call it outsourcing. She outsources everything. Mm-hmm. And I said something to her, and Taylor was close, and Taylor said, uh, she said to Taylor, would Taylor punch him? And he said, what are you, outsourcing your punishments now, too? <laughs> so even the boys recognized but the woman would not walk out to her car to find see if my wallet was in well, there. I had a to long drive, way, and it's cold. I had to drive six miles. You know how far she works for me. Six Wait, miles out of my way. To pick it up? To pick it up. Maybe she'll outsource Wait, sex at some point. But in fairness. You know, and that's, 
and I don't like to have my dirty laundry here, Timmy. <laughs> but but Mrs. you do anyway. Mrs. Right. Colonel has been uh, she's been gravely ill. No. Not gravely. I had to take her to the to the urgent care on Sunday yes, morning. She's not gravely ill. Don't, not don't, gravely. Okay. Well, it's gravely when you're in my circumstance, and and from my position, she's been gravely ill because she had uh, she's got this bronchitis and upper respiratory infection. So she's not in the mood for your shit. Exactly. Not in the mood for anything. Okay. Well, that makes for unhappy colonel. Well, she's not meeting your needs. Is that what she saying? is not? She is not. So you need a surrogate wife. I'm. I got. I'm. I'm going to get a Tinder account, Timmy. Look. Let me also. <laughs> we'll see say, how many super likes he gets. Let me also state that it's your fault that you left the wallet in her car. No, so it's why her fault. Should she have to go? The wallet's not her responsibility. It's yours. If you've seen her purse, her purse is the Bermuda Triangle. Everything that goes in there. And then the, what I love the most is when she says to me, hey, can you get my chapstick? She'll be driving down the road. Can you get the chapstick out of my purse? And, I mean, you put your hands in there, shit biting you and everything else. You don't know what's in there. I think she's got bearded <laughs> like dragons in there. Yeah. And then she wants you to find a chapstick in this mess of stuff. The thing weighs 38 pounds. I bet she pounds. could find it. Well, yeah, she could find it because she knows out of the 38 secret James Bond compartments <laughs> that she's got, she knows which ones it's in. And she says, it's in the compartment right next to my uh, the other compartment that my makeup's in. It's, you just it's need just, to know, find, you need to be able to find your way around your wife's pocket. You need to yeah. keep track of your own shit. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Uh, just a colonel not happy. That's all I'm saying. A colonel yeah, not happy. You're a little happy. grumpy today. When a colonel ain't happy, nobody happy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's not true. Right. You not being happy makes me giddy. <laughs> <laughs> and and baby, it's cold outside. Oh, my God. It's so cold. <laughs> it is cold. It is cold. Okay. Let's, uh, I let Rudy out today. You know what? I, I And think about this. Damn, we almost got to the story without <laughs> Rudy. I, no, Rudy. but I was just thinking, you know what, this sucks. And I, I, I opened it this morning, I'm like, God damn cold. I hate this cold. Why do you, Lord above, I've been a faithful servant. Yeah. Why do you curse? I'm kind of like Job. A little bit. And uh, Only the exact opposite. <laughs> so I let Rudy out this morning, mm-hmm. and he walks over to the fence, takes a whiz, walks back to his Joe was a bit of a pussy, wasn't he? I mean, he was. He was uh, a whiner. I mean, you know, complain sometime. You know, bitch yeah. about life. So I see Rudy walk over to his, and Rudy's trained very well, so I don't have to walk around the yard. Brandy would call up. him Job, by the way. Job, yeah, I know Job. <laughs> um, I don't have to pick up. So I don't have to walk around the yard picking up Rudy's droppings. Rudy goes to a certain corner of the yard, and that's where he does it. And I see Rudy squat down and drop one, and I thought, you know, it's seven degrees outside, and this dog's taking a dump. At least I ain't got to drop one in the seven degrees. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse. So So then I gave him a treat. No, that's good. You know, I had a pet scare this week. Clara's. Uh, oh, cat. yeah. Yeah, Frederico. Fred- Senor Federico Garcia, the, her cat got lost. and uh, But he returned, thank goodness, the next day. So all is well. That is well. Well, then Rudy came back in. We finished playing our game of chess. And 
All right, let's uh, get on to the story. Chess. <laughs> Man, Rudy was. You playing don't know chess. how to play chess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chess master. <laughs> uh, before we get into our story, though, I would like to give a shout out to those of you who sponsor us on Patreon. We are very grateful for your support. It allows us to stay on the air. Um, With quality so want, programming. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, thank you for supporting the arts. I want to give a special shout out to Alicia and Chip, Jen Moyer, Brandy McBride, <laughs> Annette Petre of In the Bronx, Lise in Norway, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, Andrew Hap, uh, Jason Dykes. Uh, thank you, Jason. Amber Trevino. Uh, thank you, Amber. Um, Mandy Swanson, Jennifer uh, Siemens, and her son Hunter. Of course, her mom Linda. Thank you all very much. Bridget Clavey, Cindy Lou, Heather Poole, uh, Allie, and Charlie from the Insight Podcast, and uh, the Wonder Dog Rudy. Did I say Jahara and Andy Howe? You did get Jahara. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. wonderful. And Lise actually purchased some of our merch. Wow. Isn't that something? I think it, I, that we is were talking something. about it. Uh, we were exchanging messages yesterday, and she was asking about our merch. And I said, well, I don't think anyone's actually ever bought anything. Hey, <laughs> well, I, believe, I believe somebody, a couple people have bought well, something. Uh, anyway, she she bought something yesterday. So thank you very much, Lise. And if you're interested in our merchandise, you can go to History Dweebs, the Facebook page. Um, and there's a link there to cups and bags and I don't know shirts. how you find it. No, it's on. It's it's pinned to the history dweebs. Oh, is it? Okay. None of it says "bitches be testifying" though. No, no. Yeah, yet. we got to get we, bitches we be testifying. We will get T-shirts that. out that says "bitches be testifying" soon. Will we? Probably because not. when they asked Ted Bundy why he killed all the women, mm-hmm. you know what he said? Yeah, "Bitches be testifying." You kill them, they don't testify. Exactly. It's a strategy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's always good to have one. It's a questionable one. <gasps> Can we make- can we make little? Can we have little onesies made that say "Parrots be testifying"? <laughs> yeah. Can if you like. I think. Well, I think that's more appropriate for children. It is. All right, back to our story. Or on I'm, I'm going to get that tattoo. I'm going to get the History Dweebs logo, and underneath it, it's going to say "Bitches be testifying." It's better than the other stupid ones you have. Yeah, you got a lot of stupid tattoos that wouldn't even stand out. They're stupid. <laughs> Let's. Uh, you people are hateful today. We get that, we We're cold. <laughs> When I die, that's what you can get for me. Bitches be testifying? Yeah, bitches be testifying. You want to be mar- buried in a bitches be testifying You need shirt? to get it on your neck, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on your neck. With a teardrop on your eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the story. The, un- the story is entitled Undying Love, the Strange Case of Dr. Carl Tanzler. This guy's pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, he's as fucked up as a soup sandwich. All right, so... Um, I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> is a soup sandwich fucked up? Well, think about it. Trying to put soup on two pieces of bread. Yeah. It fall apart. Come on hands. now. That is pretty fucked up. Well, I mean, if it was vegetable soup, it wouldn't be as bad. Well, it, like, no, it would. It's soup still soup. Suck. Well, it's still soup, dude. It soaks <laughs> all into the bread. It's fucked up. Yeah. I guess you're it's right. no peanut butter sandwich, that's for sure. No, no. because it, I, I never could get into peanut butter and jelly. I need one or the other. I can have a peanut butter and a jelly sandwich, or I can have a peanut butter sandwich by itself, two peanut butter sandwiches, or two jelly sandwiches. Do I you eat cannot, jelly sandwiches? I can't do that. I cannot eat peanut butter and jelly. No. It's like you're not you're sending mixed messages to your colon, Colonel. <laughs> See, <laughs> I had, and I like peanut butter and jelly, and I had to, I had to, yeah. 
lay down the law and raise nine kinds of hell the other night because I had I had a fresh loaf of butternut bread. You know, butternut's the best Wonder for bread. peanut. Yeah, yeah Wonder Bread. I, I go with uh, Wonder. Wonder and I grab out the peanut butter, and I'm looking in our refrigerator, and I'm like, what the hell kind of house doesn't have jelly? I mean, goddamn, what are we, Philistines? We ain't got no jelly in the house. And Renee says, oh, yeah, we have jelly. Just look. And I'm like, what the hell you mean, just look? I ain't seen it's the in Wonder It's compartment next to my chapstick. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> I got the refrigerator door open. What do you mean, look? I'm standing here looking. And she says, don't. I, 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 you know how women get when they got to come and do something. That, that was it? Did she find it? Was well, she having her monthly visitor? Apparently, we had uh, we had sh- low sugar jelly. We had just fruit jelly. We had apple jelly. We had strawberry preserves, and we had grape jam. So you had jelly. You had like eighty-seven different kinds. But of jelly. But she hides it behind shit in the refrigerator. You know what? You know what's gross is that. Shit you buy that's a combination peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that oh, never Goober worked great. out. That was it was Goober a good idea. Great. Yeah, it was good when I was a kid. Uh, but now my parents my parents and this tradition will probably die with them, but they they make they homemade make all this salsa and all this mm-hmm. shit. And they make jelly. So we've got jelly. I never run out of jelly. And it's good. Like I don't even like store bought jelly it's like anymore. It's really good. And- yeah, but they make, and I don't know, I don't understand it, but they make pepper jelly. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I don't get it. I don't know what you do with it because you certainly can't put it on a peanut butter sandwich. No, you put it on nasty. like burritos and shit. My mom told me when she I don't was know, in, they wear it put on a she cracker. Was, when the, she grew up during the Depression, of course, you know, they, they were poor. They would they would go to movies every once in a while and nickel or whatever, and their, her mother would make her mustard sandwiches. Oh, we steep. Mayonnaise sandwiches. We used to eat mayonnaise uh-huh. and ketchup. And, and if it was a good week, we'd have ketchup and mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> That's nasty. Nope. We was living large. I, I but I'm a sport prefer bitch the jam, because <laughs> jam sandwiches, two pieces of bread jammed together. <laughs> no, I'm a sport All right, let's I'm get to the bitch story. My I favorite, like if listeners are concerned, my favorite is no. blueberry preserves. All right. Yeah. Nobody was concerned. No one preserves. was concerned. But if someone is out there. Well, is, when I put my Tinder profile together. Okay. That's I, okay. You know what? I will bring you some homemade jelly. When they Will you bring some. me some too? You're very kind. Yes. Thank Do you, you want strawberry or grape? Grape. And strawberry I like jelly. strawberry. And strawberry jelly is just gross. So strawberry it's just ridiculous. And mm. do you want pepper jelly? Do either of you want pepper jelly? No. I love pepper jelly. No, no pepper jelly for me. Okay. I will I will work on that. Okay, so uh, can I talk about Dr. Carl Tanzler? Well, if you can you? Stay on topic the, and quit. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. problem is. He was born George Carl with a K, Tanzler, on February 8th. 1877 in Dresden, Germany. Hey, yeah, February 8th, Colonel. Oh, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She had the big belly at Christmas. She was complaining, had cravings, <sighs> ate all the cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they probably had, uh, now they didn't have a Christmas tree. They, what do they call it in Germany? Common bomb? Tannenbaum? Um, yeah. Kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten, that's it. Kindergarten. Tansler. Hindenburg. <laughs> Tansler went by many names over the years. As we uh, all do. He was listed as George, without an E, George Carl, I mean, without an E at the end. There's one E. Right, right. One Got e. it. George Carl Tansler on his German marriage certificate. He was listed as Carl Tansler von Kostler, 
on his U.S. citizenship papers. He is making shit up just to see what sounds, you know, And on his death certificate, uh, you know, uh, don't want to give away the story, but he dies at the end of this. Um, (laughs) He was born in 1877, so he kind of— I didn't think he was still around. Right. Uh, When he died in Florida, on his death certificate, he was listed as Carl Tanzler. So we're just going to call him Carl. Okay. But we will find out in this podcast that death means little. It, not to Carl, it doesn't. Yeah. Some of his uh, hospital records were signed Count Carl Tanzler von Kossler. So he What kind of, what kind what of person kind of, adds a title? Adds a title and then doesn't go by the Christian name. Yeah. Well, what kind of person <clears throat> adds a title they didn't earn? Right. Exactly. I, it's They're crazy. Count. Dicks, aren't they? They're they dicks. are dicks. Pretentious, bougie yeah. dicks. Maybe yeah. he got his uh, count hood on, um, on the internet. I don't think you can do that. Well, I, you know what? We're going to look that we up. We will this look afternoon. that up because if I can become a baroness or a countess, well, what about the guy who was I'll married be on to Gabor? He was a count. Oh mm-hmm. no, he's a prince. Oh, he's a prince. I oh, thought he was he's a, count. a prince. No, boy, that guy's whacked. We'll have to do a podcast on him. He's sometime. gross. I want to be a Did, duke. What, he was, he was like, he was, he, I think he, he was charging people to get into her funeral or something. <laughs> really? I think so. It was crazy. Was, I don't uh, think he was. I think he, he just had a tip jaw set up at the. Didn't he claim in to the be casket. the yeah. father of Anna Nicole's? Kids? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nut job. I thought he was a count. So he's a, so he was a prince. Okay. So anyway, we're going to call this guy. He may be both. I don't know. Carl. Carl grew up in Germany. By all accounts, he was a kind, well-behaved boy who did well in school. But he was a daydreamer, Brandy. Oh, a daydream believer. He fantasized about traveling to strange lands and finding adventure. He also dreamed of finding. Uh, he also dreamed of meeting a soulmate who would be his wife, his best friend, and they would travel the world together and share many, many adventures. Um, the last thing Carl wanted was a loveless marriage like his parents. They were merely existing. Well, who wants that? I mean, who? nobody wants that. You just fall into well, it. I mean, he was a young kid. He was, you know, he was romantic. During his childhood in Germany and later while traveling with his fa- uh, family in Italy, Carl claimed to have been visited by visions of a dead ancestor named Countess Anna Costanza von Kostler. Oh, George's great-great-grandma. <laughs> Maybe. Who revealed the face of his true love, a, an exotic, dark-haired woman who would be, who he would meet and who would be his soulmate. No. Oh. The Countess told Carl that the woman... Uh, was his future wife and soulmate. The countess told him that he must search the world to find the love of his life, that she would not come to him, that he would have to search for her. So he's having visions as a young man. When he told his parents about these visions, they just laughed, and they said that he would, when he was old enough, he would meet a nice German girl. But Is that a baron? Uh, yeah, me too. What? You can become a baron on the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 or right. a lady or a princess. I think I'm going to be a baron. Where? Well, if you're a baron, you have to wear a... Uh, yeah, maybe I'll be a count. If I you're a baron, what's cheaper? If I, wear a, if I become a count, i got to wear that... Cape? Cape, yeah. Yeah. But you get a monocle, too. 
Carl, but Carl pledged after he finished his studies, he would search the world for his beautiful dark hair soulmate. So this guy is. It's $250. For it to become a count? To become a baron. A non-seated bear. I don't even know what that means. Well, non seated bear <laughs> means they're making this shit up. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure they're making it all up. You know what? I'm going to become a Marquis. Colonel Marquis Hawk Walters. Marquis de Walters. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Lord of the Manor. You can become one of those, I'd too. like to be a lord. Well, I'm for buying two, now. Let's see. All right. Is being a surf a little cheaper? <laughs> I might be able to afford that. It's a lot that. cheaper. I might be able to afford to surf them. It's 299 pounds. To be a lord? To be a, a marquee. Okay. Mm. Back to the story, folks. Okay, focus, sorry. Focus, folks. I'm trying to change my life here. Um, so Carl pledges after he finishes studies, he's going to you know, seek, go out in the world and search for this vision, this beautiful dark-haired woman, his soulmate, right? Two of uh, Carl's greatest passions growing up were sailing and flying. This is about the time that the Wright brothers were getting started and, you know, people were experimenting with um, airplanes. He spent most of his free time as a young man building sailboats and trying to build flying contraptions. So he, nice. was, a, he was an inventor. He was. He actually was a very smart person. He, uh, but he did avoid dating and socializing with girls at school. Because he knew that he had to find his dark hair soulmate that came to him in his vision, right? And he knew he would have to leave Germany to find her. He excelled in school, and after graduating high school around 1895, he headed off to the university. Now, not much is known about his um, years at the university, but Carl later would claim to have obtained nine different university degrees. Almost had as many as you do, Timmy. Yeah, right. almost. But he I bet probably he didn't, I, didn't have the student loan. Things. Probably not. Uh, his degrees included: he had degrees in medicine, engineering, radiology, economics, biology, and botany. That's a was these legit degrees, or did they come from the internet? No, no, no. I, they, they came from the internet. <laughs> I, you know, this is back in the. This is the uh, before Phoenix uh, or any of those. Uh, in, no, I've, there's places on the internet you can buy a degree too. Remember when he was when we were younger, they used to have those uh, um, correspondence courses mm-hmm. you'd send away. Remember you like a draw? You're supposed to draw a squirrel or something, and then send it. They have it like a, in back of comic magazines. Yeah, and then you'd send mm-hmm. it off, and they evaluate your talent. Yeah. Then they come back and say, "Oh, you, you've got all kind you've of fucking potential. Of talent, yeah. Send us five hundred dollars for your class." But anyway. I want me some fucking, uh, you know, I used to have some of those uh, sea monkeys. You ever have sea monkeys? Uh, those motherfuckers, yeah. I see every sea, all sea monkeys are, are dried fish food. And yeah, you put them in there and they, they float brine, around. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't come back to yeah. life. They're no, not, mine died. The ones I had died. Mine were dead on arrival. I ain't never seen, ooh. Okay, so, uh, all right, focus, guys. But uh, we're trying to become. You're not going to talk to me when I'm a lady. <laughs> yeah, you will not talk to me like that. <laughs> That's right. When I'm a marquee, sir. Yeah, I'm going to. We declare the back, second back floor to Carl. A sovereign Come state. on, back back to Carl. And Carl. so he had uh, nine univer- eight university degrees. No, nine university degrees. I'm sorry. 
His true passion was inventing things, sailing and flying, and searching for his one true love. In 1901, at the turn of the century, Brandy. Yes. At the age 20th of 20th century. <laughs> at the age of 22, Carl built a small vessel and decided to sail to India, and then on from there to Australia. Now, no, I'll, okay, he didn't sell it to India. No, he, he decided sailed. to sail to India. But although <laughs> it's never been confirmed that he sailed alone, uh, a, a feat, by the way, that had not been accomplished at the time. No he did in he was he was in Australia in two thousand nineteen in nineteen oh two. So he got there somehow, Colonel. He swam. We've sailed from in oh okay, alone. Alone. Alone, alone. okay. Yeah, alone. Didn't Amelia Earhart do that? Uh, that was a plane and she didn't she crashed or oh. something. She disappeared. Nobody knows where she is. Well why we revere her so much. You know, I always wondered that. You she know why I, I don't she know. Failed. She gets a lot of credit that uh, there was a lot of female pilots that did a lot of great things. Bessie, yeah. Bessie, Bessie did some Bessie crazy Coleman shit. Bessie Coleman was, yeah, yeah. She just, unfortunately for her, she didn't live long enough to. Yeah, she didn't put a seatbelt on her. She wouldn't have fallen no, out of the plane. Yeah, she, she got out problems. to fix the motor. That's, it takes balls, man, to get out and while the plane is in the air and starts working on the engine. Take some balls, Colonel. Yeah, balls, but then she fell. Yeah, then she well, fell. Well, because her pilot did a flip. Well, wow. <laughs> you think the pilot did that on purpose? <laughs> I don't know. Poor Betsy. All right. So Carl's in Australia, 1902. Now he intends to sail to the South Sea Islands or uh, Indonesia, where perhaps he might find his dark hair beauty. Because remember, he, he knows this girl's got dark hair, and you know, in Germany, they're all blonde. They're all dark hair, right? Uh, no, there are a lot of blondes. In a lot Germany. of blondes in Germany. Mm. A lot of big, tall blondes. Not like Sweden. Uh, anyway, Carl paused in his journey in Australia to save some money. He worked a little bit, did some repairs to his boat. Uh, so he ended up, um, got, he got interested in engineering and in electrical work. He ended up sailing there a bit um, and putting off his plans to visit Tahiti and Samoa, where he was hoping to meet his, you know, his a dream, uh, uh, his uh, soulmate. Remember that game, Brandy, that girls played in where you'd have a dream date or something? Oh, I didn't play that game. That was way before our time. Oh, okay. That was so sexist. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, always have that loser. One of the guys mm -hmm. is a loser. Yeah, Lanny. <laughs> <laughs> Had so, one arm. If he didn't his go, his arm had track marks on it. If he didn't go to, um, yeah, he had his sleeves rolled up with cigarette, <laughs> cigarette wrapped in. So if he, uh, his plan was to go to the South Sea Islands, Tahiti and Samoa, and if he didn't meet his true love there, then he would begin his search in South America. You know, he's looking for this dark-haired beauty, right? By 1914, though, um, he was tinkering, and he was in Australia, building, trying to build an airplane. Uh, that he was going to fly across the ocean with when World War I broke out. Nope. Now, remember, he's German, right? Mm -hmm. He's in Australia, which is part of the United Kingdom, right? Great Britain. And uh, so he's on he finds himself in enemy territory, basically. The British military authorities placed Carl in a concentration camp for safekeeping, 
along with uh, many other uh, people who got caught behind, you know, the lines, civilians that got caught behind the lines. He remained in custody uh, four years for the duration of the war. At the end of the war, no prisoner was permitted to return to his former residence, so they were all shipped to Holland for a prison exchange, prisoner exchange. When Carl was released, uh, he found his mother, but he found out uh, his father had died during the time he was away. Oh, poor bastard. Yeah, he didn't like his dad much, I don't think. Yeah, okay. Finding his mom safe in Germany, he remained with her for three years, witnessing the chaos that followed in the wake of the Great War. You know, Germany had it pretty rough, Colonel, with inflation. They didn't do well. No. Carl found a job, however, as a a civil engineer in Dresden, and although post-war inflation made the German mark practically worthless, Carl earned enough money to support his mother and a young woman who was living with his mother named Doris Schmidt. Doris and Carl's family had always been close friends. Uh, Doris was the only child, and she lost her father and mother during the war. So Doris moved in with Carl's elderly mother. You know, they live next door. Carl's away. Carl's dad's di- uh, uh, his dad dies. So Doris just moves in with Carl's mother. Okay. So Carl's mother you now. You a wonderful picture there, Tim. Thank you, Carl. Carl's mother <laughs> so is vivid. trying to play matchmaker with uh, Carl and Doris. You know, she was a good girl. She came from fine family. And uh, Carl was now no longer young. You know, he was in his 30s, uh, heading into the 40s, Colonel. Uh, so, and Doris had no one left in the world. So uh, Carl's mother felt sorry for her. Now, Carl, he was not really attracted to Doris. She was short, frumpy. She was a short, frumpy, redheaded woman. Uh. <laughs> I knew you'd like that part. Who <laughs> never, who never seemed to smile. <laughs> She was married to this freak show. See, and if you see a redhead smile, Timmy, uh-huh. <laughs> you know this just bad things are coming your way. <laughs> when they, when you're talking to them and they smile, you know they got a plan that's all working. And that plan usually ends up with you in the emergency room. Now, uh, Doris did not share uh, Carl's intelligence or his sense of adventure. She was did not the dark-haired, exotic beauty that he had visions of as a boy. Doris was plain in appearance and in personality. But still, they did grow up together. Carl's mother was encouraging him to marry her. Carl was now 43 years old, and he started thinking perhaps it was time he stop, you know, give up this pipe dream of finding his soulmate and settle down a bit. And Brandy is going to tell the us what happened. The mama wanted him to give up his dream. Well, oh. you know. See, I would have gone with the frumpy girl. Well, <laughs> that's what he, that's what his mother wants him to do, go with the frumpy girl. Now, Red-headed girl. Red-headed frumpy woman. Red-headed woman. What happens next, Brandy? So, finally, Carl gives in to his mother's pressure. And around 1920, Carl marries Doris Sch- Schmidt, and together they have two dollars, or two daughters, <laughs> Probably two dollars too. Right. Hey, did your uh, parents ever try to fix you up before? No. 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 Together they had two dollars, uh, daughters, uh, Aisha Tansler and Crystal Tansler. 
Uh, the couple bought a small house and settled into a comfortable, yet to Carl, a boring life outside of Dresden. Uh, Carl found a better job as a radiologist and kept busy tinkering with his inventions. When Carl was 48, his mother died in Uh-oh. December of 1925. And Carl, of God course, was devastated. I wonder if he got a tattoo for her. I bet he did. If he was any kind of son, he did. Uh, although he tried to find solace by being a good husband and father, he was bored and longed to travel again as he did when he was younger. Yeah. He had a sister, I forgot to mention, who was in the United States. Well, it comes into play. Okay. So... With no family left in Germany besides his wife and daughters, Carl decided to immigrate to the United States in 1926, sailing from Rotterdam uh, and landing in Havana, Cuba. From Cuba, he settled in Zipharillis, Florida. Sounds a lot like syphilis. It does. You might get syphilis in syphilis. Yeah. Huh? I I live in syphilis. Yes, I know. What's the zip code for syphilis? (laughs) I don't. Six nine six nine zero. Let's see well, where his sister. He, so he goes to Zipharillis, Florida, where his sister had earlier immigrate, immigrated, and later his wife and daughters joined him. So he enjoyed life in the United States, but was not content being married to Doris. After all, he'd married her out of pity rather than love. Well, you know, she was a short, frumpy, redheaded woman, Colonel. Well, you German know, woman. I, I when I got married myself, I, I took a little pity on the Mrs. Carter. You married up. Let's not kid ourselves. I thought, you know, you married so far out of your station, <laughs> out of my station. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That's he, he, uh, he's 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 going to be a uh, what are you going to be? I'm going to be a marquee, damn it. Marquee, yeah. Well, not till he I'm already a colonel. Not till he coughs up about two hundred fifty dollars. No, because of... I got to sell. I I. I Thought of some, I figured up a way. I'm going to be did. a baron. I decided I'm going to be a baron. That'll cost you. Uh, well, it depends on where you want to be a baron from. Yeah, like I want to be a baron from Germany, like the red no. baron. No, no, that costs a like, lot of money. That's a lot of money. But like, you can be a baron from Sealand, which Where'd evidently is a place. Sea World. No, not Sea World. Sealand. <laughs> sea World. You get it for twenty nine ninety five. That's right. For Sealand, and that. It will only set you back about forty dollars. Well, what does that does that get you like invitations to parties? No, that or? means that you can use the fucking title. I'm gonna get it when making it on reservations my, at Applebee's. What? I'm putting it on my business cards. Oh yeah, Baron. I, you know what? You need a Vaughn in your name, Baron Von Walters. Von Walterstein. You <laughs> <laughs> could be a Jewish Colonel Baron. Colonel Von Walterstein. Wow, <laughs> a Jewish a German Jewish Baron. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. So he, you know, he's married. He married her out of pity rather than love. Was he expected to remain in a you know, loveless marriage be, just out of you obligation? You could be a Baron von Big Dog, Werner oh. Walter Steen, yeah. and you would be a German uh, rapping mm-hmm. Jewish. That'd guy. give me some street cred. You would. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, Big Dog, <laughs> Big Dog Hawk. So at fifty. <laughs> At 50. Come big dog. God. At 50, he'd been married for seven years, and Carl decided it was time for a change. So he left his family in Zephyrillis in 1927 and took a job as a radiologist at the U.S. Marine Hospital in Key West, Florida, 
under the name Carl von Kosel. Okay, so he dumps the short, frumpy, red-headed German woman. Changes his name, moves to Key West. All right. Which, quite frankly, we I think we've all wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know there was a hospital on dream. Key West. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was... Probably down there same time as Ernest Hemingway. Have you ever... Um, now, you've all been married, but so you know this. Yeah. But this is a serious question. Have you ever had those days where you think, I'm going to get my car... Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna drive. I don't know where in the fuck I'm gonna go, and I don't care where I end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but got, I got a got credit a, card and gas money. We've got a uh, story coming up on someone who did just that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. maybe I'll True take story. some yeah. learn some tips from all that. the time. Yeah, all yeah. the time. So really, it's really a fascinating story. He did it like three times. Three times. Yeah. He did. He just started and uh, moved and uh, start. He was like a professor. I can't remember his name. He was like a a president of a community college in Maryland mm-hmm. and uh, one day he just said ah, I'm just, he was driving to work and he decided well I'm just going to go to the airport instead and See, he, that's he started as, and he started over as a bartender in El Paso that's what I want to do you yeah. know what I want to do I want to be a diner at one of those little, or a cook at a diner at one of those little Your truck stops cook. The fry cook. a greasy spoon you want yeah. to work at a spoon. greasy spoon no you need to work spoon. at one of those like um Big wiener stores where you know it's just like a a uh, out on the street. Oh, you know, have a wiener wagon. Thought, yeah, a wiener, wiener wagon. No, yeah. I want to have a sunglass hut. Sunglass uh, hut. That's stupid. And you know what I want to do? I want to have Annie's a, pretzels. I want to have a little cottage that I go to after that. A little. You can work at a food cold court in a mall. Flat because I want it to be warm where I go. And I want to drink every night. Every single night I want to drink, 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 drink until I'm so sick until I pass out. So you want to go all leave in Las Vegas and Key West? Pretty much. Yeah. And and I haven't I haven't drank in thirty years. Thirty three years I have not had a drink. I uh, drink in slow death, man. You should just do heroin instead. I'm just gonna go uh, I'm I'm one of these days I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna get myself a little sunglass hut. I'm going to get myself a little cottage somewhere in a little shady-ass town, and I'm going to sell sunglasses during the day. I think you should get an Annie, Annie, Aunt Annie's pretzel store. Or a pretzel store. Pretzels. It doesn't matter to me. I get a slushy shop. I okay, don't care. what happens next, hey, Brandy? Hold on. Don't put me back on topic. Just hold So you could leave your kids. Like, that would mean you never saw your kids again. Well, the my story that we're going to tell yeah, talk but about. Yeah, you'd never be able to see them again. I've done my job. But you'd never be able to see them again. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't leave Rudy. For a day. Yeah, well, for, yeah. I mean, I, could, I mean, Rudy and the I kids? dropped Dave like a bad habit, but I would need to take my kids, or at least, you know. Well, but my kids could come with me. This guy, the yeah. ones we're going to do, he didn't have kids. He just left. He well, just then left that wise. would be much easier. Okay, so. I don't know. She may have been short and frumpy and redheaded. I don't know. He's in this hospital in Key West, Florida, as a radiologist. Okay, so he's starting a new life. He lives alone in Key West. He works long hours at the hospital, and in the evening. He either tinkered with his inventions or studied the latest information in medicine. And I want to promise our listeners, this story is going to get interesting pretty soon. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, at the time, tuberculosis was still a dreaded disease that took ah, the lives of the many who suffered The consumption. Carl's job meant that he had to come into a lot of contact with TB sufferers. He worked a great deal with TB patients and felt sure that if he had enough resources and was allowed enough time to research, he could cure this deadly disease. Well, you know, time is not on your side. He's a very confident man, our young Carl. Mm-hmm. So now he's 51. He's cut off all contact with his wife and children. Who is a frumpy, short, frumpy, red-haired Colonel. And guess what? He's lonely. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, perhaps the vision he had as a child was just a dream. Perhaps his soulmate did not exist. After all, he'd been searching for her for nearly half a century with no luck. Aww. Perhaps he was destined to die alone. She got on Tinder, Colonel. Mm-hmm. Just when he was about to give up, everything changed. Oh, good. Ooh. On April 22nd, 1930, while working at the Marine Hospital, Carl met 21-year-old Maria Elena Mil- Is it Milargo? Milargo? Mm-hmm. De Hoyas. De Hoyas. Can, can I just interrupt Jesus. for one second to say, this is why I feel like we need better production values, because there should be some romantic music coming in here. You think? On yeah, the other like, podcasts, I, I like noticed this, this, that they I, have. I, I kind of like this dude. He's 53, and he's got his eye on his 21-year-old. Yeah. I get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's right. He's up all right, and yeah. she's Hispanic. He's playing right in your league. She's a Cuban-American woman. Cuban. And, there you go. Who'd been brought in to the hospital by her mother for an examination. So we know who Timmy was in her prior life. Yeah. Uh, Carl was awestruck. He claimed to have instantly recognized her as the woman of his childhood dreams. You know, I had a lot of childhood dreams too, but you know, eventually you grow up. Well, these were, he, he, he didn't describe them as dreams. He said these were visions. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But he recognized her as this girl in his vision that he had when he was a kid, twice. I had a vision of being like, you know, a stormtrooper or... Yeah, you know, my brothers had. I know you had a vision. Bus drivers. You had a vision of being the manager at Stonehenge, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> Fucking dream squasher! Why? And you know what, Allie, if you're listening, you never. Don't you do it? Don't you, you are do never going to marry Prince Harry. Never. Oh, God, you're a dick. You know, now I believe Allie. Just because could marry your spirit's Prince broken. Except, or Allie, Allie, Allie's married and has kids, so. In reality, she she's would. not going. She's not going to bang Prince Harry. Let's face it. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she wouldn't leave a family to marry Prince Harry. Right. She might do a romp in a royal. But let's, this this brings up an important topic. It, it came up on our Facebook page the other day, and that is secession of the crown if if uh, Queen Elizabeth dies. Now we had a question whether or not Charles would ascend to the throne, or he could pass it on to William. And uh, our, our listeners helped us with that. But, Colonel, one of the things that came up, you, you expressed the desire to ascend to the British throne. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Even if it meant that you had to sleep with Brandy, who would he have to sleep with? Camilla Parker's balls. Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> as she is known on the podcast as Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> I do. I do, Camilla. Do you think that Camilla pegs? <laughs> you know what? I don't know what you all. I don't want either one of you carrying on about her about because, as far as I'm concerned, he's married up. Well, like yeah. he married outside his station. Yeah, big old floppy eared, big well, nose. He's a fucking prince. He's gonna yeah. be king. What do you mean married out of his station? You can't marry, you marry up, up if you're gonna be king. He's not gonna be king though because. His Let's face it, good. this woman's never dying. I think you know, here's the funny, here's what I realized, is that we got a lot of Brit and, like, um, Ali, you know, a lot of Nicole, a lot of these people that are uh, British United Kingdom listeners, they know less about their country than we know about ours. And we don't know shit about our country. No, I mean, Lady Beverly was pretty informed. Well, Lady Beverly, of course, but She's you, can't part count, of the, uh, you can't put her with the plebites of yeah. the rest of the yeah. show. Yeah. She's separate and unequal. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. 
Huh. But I mean, Nicole is a so, solicitor, and she's like, oh, fuck, my, I don't know. My question is, do you think there's some pegging going on there with... Oh, I, I will believe that Camilla's got some uh, belts and some... I, he is Mary Parker Bowles. He is just not an attractive <laughs> man. I'm so glad those boys got their looks from their mother. He's going to be king. I mean, the guy's been attractive. waiting for like 50 years to be king. He, he should, has no desire to hold oh, any kind He should be of, king. You should get it for, he waited so long. He's waited Dude, for like but 50 he's years. Waited, he's d- waited for so long. Like, I don't even, he probably didn't even want anymore. He's probably like, no, dude, I don't want that responsibility. He wanted to marry Camille Parker Bowles, and he got that wish. But it took him a long time because he had to, you know, kill Diana. But oh. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. He didn't I never, kill Diana. I never found Diana that attractive. Yeah, I mean, I thought right. she was okay, I mean, but I thought she yeah. was. Uh, she was a good person. Yeah, that doesn't matter much to but me. But she wasn't more a boob I mean, man she had her good person. She had man. her flaws, as we all do. <laughs> speak for or yourself. Speak for yourself, there, devil. Let's talk about Carl Tanzler. Should we sh- wait? Should we start pointing out each other's flaws? Because I think that's a rabbit hole that we will never ever yeah, emerge from. I don't think from. we could. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, we I don't mean, have that I, much time in the. Podcast. I'll come back in a half hour when you two are done with each other because you can skip me. I just, I'm just wanting to see the Colonel uh, have relations with Camilla Parker Bowles. I just want to see, I just want to see. Remember the thing when we kept saying her name all the time? The Crown Jewels. Was that before that we started a podcast that we'd go around and talk about Camilla Parker Bowles? Do you know? Do you know? I think I it we was. did like for like a yeah. year. We talked about it. I think it was before the podcast. Do you think, do you know what I would do? The first thing if I was king. I would take the I would strip myself naked and I would lay in the bed and I'd say, Bring me the crown jewels and I will put them all over my junk and I'd say, hey, Look, I got the crown jewels on the crown jewels. Wow. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> then that's why you're never gonna be king. That, low. that bar is low. Jesus. But that Christ. would be fun. Don't you think that would be fun? Yeah, not really. It'd be a good Instagram. So you but I don't think you want to put your junk on Instagram. Well, no, they'd be, be like, what's the kid? What was the kid in uh, uh, Game of Thrones? The king? king oh, Jeffrey. Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah, I'd be like him and like have people line up and just shoot arrows. Oh, yeah. 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 That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Wow. And all then right. you bring it back to so, Carl Kanzler. Yes. By all accounts, Elena was viewed as a local beauty in Key West. All right. This is Key the, West is a very small place. Yeah. But she, yeah. Some hot women down there. It's well, it's a very small place. Yeah. Uh, Elena was the daughter of a local cigar maker, uh, Francisco Pancho Hoyas and Aurora Milagro. Okay, I like to name Pancho. Well, you can. You've already got enough names. At 21, Elena had been married for four years, sure, to a man named Luis Mesa. But a year earlier, Luis left Elena. Shortly after she miscarried the couple's child, and he moved to Miami. Ah, uh, that's a dick move. Yeah, that was fucked up. So Elena was separated from. You know, Luis. if you leave, if you leave a, a, a wife with two children, if she is a short, frumpy redhead, that's okay. That's okay. That's but okay. you're leaving a hot Hispanic yeah. woman, you, you twenty-one year old, mind. just because yeah. she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. That's a dick move. Well, so Elena was separated from Luis, yet they were still legally married. Okay. After un- undergoing some tests. Uh, Elena was diagnosed with tuberculosis. Oh, that wasn't and good back the then. The consumption. That wasn't good back then. It was. It's, it's not good any time, no, really. It was especially not good then. A yeah. typical, typically fatal disease. 
that eventually claimed the lives of almost her entire immediate family. Carl was in shock. How could fate be so cruel to finally bring his soulmate into his life only to give her a fatal disease? Fate pegged Carl. Poor Carl, man. He's 51 years old. He finally gets this hot piece of ass, and she's got tuberculosis. He's, he's acting like a 12-year-old. This is man, fucking ridiculous. He's in love. Have you ever felt love? Hey, yeah, no, she hasn't felt love. She don't know love. She Love's doesn't a, have a heart. Love's an abstract concept to her, yeah, to think me. so. No. It's like love is when you would do things... No. Like for the sheer when, sake look, of, uh, for others. Yeah, so, just uh, out of the joy of making someone else happy. Yeah. It's like kind of like that. Uh, it's it's kind of like love. Prince Charles and Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, so. you know, he's screening her for TB and all this. Like, you know, I'm in love. Shut well, up. Was, he's not in love. She's pretty hot. He thinks she's pretty. Yeah, she's hot. Well, well the only a, picture you showed me was after she was dead. <laughs> she yeah. was we'll still hot. we pictures later. No. But. All right. So Love has a lot to do with how pretty you are. Oh, yeah, then, almost everything to do with it. <laughs> so does beer. Yeah. Then it struck him. Perhaps fate had introduced the pair so he would find the inspiration to cure this deadly disease. However, now that Carl had found his soulmate, he was determined to save her life, sparing zero expense and displaying a total irreverence for hospital authority. So he's like, house. He's like, yeah. fuck you. You guys know yeah. what you're doing. I'm going to save... Give my me a microscope and some beakers. And yeah, and this <clears> is <throat> the girl of my dreams. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to so save this house. She's not dying. Carl has set out to find the miracle cure for his Elena. Now, does she even know he exists? At this yeah, point? yeah, 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 yeah. She knows he. She thinks of him as a kind old gentleman yeah. who's trying to help. Oh, I bet she does. All and, right. Uh, he's thinking about getting her pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. He administered homemade specialty tonics and medicines. Illegally bought X. Illegally brought X-ray and electrical equipment to the Hoyas' home for home treatments. Although the Hoyas' family was grateful for Carl's effort, they became a bit disturbed at the attention he was paying to the now-dying Elena. At the same time he was treating Elena, he was also trying to court her. Well, well, you don't put that off. Well, you can't. It's a quid pro quo thing. Yeah. Well, right. Carl showered Elena with gifts of jewelry and clothing and allegedly professed his love to her. But no evidence has surfaced to show that any of his affection was reciprocated. Uh, oh, but it will be. Uh, well, you know, she was kind of busy. Dying. Coughing up blood. <laughs> she yeah. was very sick and fearing death. To focus on her health issues, uh, too focused on her health issues to be concerned about the flirtations of a man more than twice her age. Still, she was grateful for his efforts to help her. She may have daddy issues. Uh, Carl spent every spare moment searching for a cure, reading the latest research on TB, experimenting with a variety of drugs. He worked day and night to cure Elena and marry the woman of his dreams. Unfortunately, Elena bit it on March 3rd, 1932. Oh, she passed away. And Carl, who was already a bit strange, he went went off the deep end. Oh. See, you know the worst thing about a woman with TB, Timmy, with the consumption? What? Is like, you know how if you marry, or whatever, man, men know, and it's like, hey, I'd like to have a romantical evening with you, honey, and they say, oh, I can. It's because, you know, it's the, my little visitor has come along, mm-hmm. and, you know. But then, so you say, well, you know, you got tonsillitis? I mean, what, right, what right, you got right. going on there? And uh, Shut the fuck but up. But with, with tuberculosis, they're coughing up blood, too. Yeah, yeah. 
it's so it's it's a lose lose. It's lose lose. It's oh a messy gosh. old proposition. You know, you get a handy, huh? Might be able to get a handy. <laughs> yeah, but then you get to. Disease. But you know, women if they got tuberculosis and they're on the rag, they're grumpy as shit. Oh, you know they are. Yeah, that's a that's and a redhead. <laughs> that's some that's some crazy PMS right there. Yeah, yeah. You got to admit that's true, Brandy. <laughs> Come on. You two are like those old men on the Muppets that just sit up in the balcony. <laughs> And I yammer. Like those guys. And yammer yeah, I love on those and guys. on and on. What, uh, let me ask you a question. What is uh, Prince Charles' wife's name? <laughs> Camilla, Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. She's going to be a serial killer. She has three names. <laughs> so with no arguments from the Hoyos family, Carl went ahead and paid for the funeral. And nice of him. Oh, suddenly they're friendly to Carl. Well. When he's, and he... He paid for the funeral and the erection. <laughs> Tim's word, not mine. He paid for an erection? Well, I have to finish the sentence. Okay. Oh, really, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Sooner or later, if you, got, if you got an erection, it's going to be paid for. Yeah, you're going to have to There's pay. a price to You're pay paying for somebody that right, for that here, erection. Here, so I'm going to help you out. So he built an above-ground tomb for his beloved Elena. Oh, okay, so he built her crypt. Yes. All right. Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Yes. Oddly, he had telephones placed on the outside and inside of the crypt. Well, that's a Just in odd. case. Uh, in gratitude for Carl covering Elena's funeral expenses. Wouldn't be fucked up if you picked it up and you got the wrong number? You know? Somebody else picked up the phone. You mm-hmm. call, you call from the inside. inside? Yeah, from, from the, the inside. inside. Yeah, that'd, that'd be freak, fucked up. Yeah, freak you out. Maybe it's that guy's toaster that was Satan. Oh, it could have been. Uh, in gratitude for cover- Carl covering Elena's funeral expenses... Elena's mother gave Carl some of Elena's hair as a memento. Oh, that's nice really? of her. Did they, give, they must have cut off their dead, like, relative's hair back in the day. I don't was know. that a thing? Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So let, You put it in the scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, then they, 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 they cut off their pubic hair? <laughs> no, I bet he cut hers off. Uh, get a Brazilian? <laughs> it was a decision uh, the family later she regretted. She got a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're a mortician, you'd give a Brazilian, you'd get it. Yet you'd have to charge extra for that. <laughs> yeah, you would. Every Body night when he finished work, when most people were at home eating dinner, Carl would visit Elena's tomb. But he didn't just lay flowers. He had a key and would let himself in and sleep beside her corpse. Ugh. Sometimes he would enter the tomb, and other times he would try talking to Elena through the installed telephones. So he was a cuddler. He rep- Yeah, he's a spooner, evidently. All right, this is getting creepy. He reportedly said that Elena's spirit would come to him when he would sit by her grave and serenade her corpse with a favorite Spanish song. After two years of visiting Elena's mausoleum nightly and generally creeping everyone out with his dead patient (laughs) obsession, (laughs) Carl was fired from his job and ceased going to Elena's final resting place, which the Hoyos family found rather odd considering his behavior. Yeah, Little, so he stopped going, and they're, they're thinking, why did he stop going to her tomb? That was an awesome recap. Do you Thank feel you. better? Yeah. Okay. Little, so sometimes you have to let things marinate. You just move <laughs> on too quick. You know, some of my, some of the art. Uh, the art this is of, Timmy's art. Yeah. Some it's got to be appreciated. Some of the. Uh, it's very avant-garde. It's like, it's a, a pro. It's, it's avant-garde. It's when you look at a painting. We are, I, I am avant-garde when it comes to writing scripts. Oui, oui. <laughs> it's like when you look at a painting. And you, you start to walk away, and somebody says, "Oh, they're they're cutting edge." The, it were Warhol-esque, 
Um, but it's like Warthole. when you look at a we're kind of the yeah we're yeah. kind of like the Andy Warhol we like the Velvet Underground Warhol. of podcasts we really yeah. are the Velvet Underground of podcasts so it's like Digital you look at a painting in a museum Randy's like Nico mm-hmm. you look at a painting in a museum you start to walk away and then somebody turns you and says now do you see where that up in the upper corner where they use the orange for to represent affliction of mankind and you hadn't seen it before right. and you don't see right. it now but you, you want know. laid and so you, you know, agree you just don't yeah. say there's a fucking tree right you know that's what yeah. brandy's doing to my script no yeah. I, yeah. i'm reading you need, it it's your infliction I'm it you have to read it it's my don't, infliction don't, you have to what know is my don't script. just you say the words yeah Live it. Be, be it. it. Be it. Be the script. Now, be yeah. the script. Yeah, but our be listeners it. aren't stupid. If I read a thing that says he went to her crypt and you go, so he drove his car, <laughs> then got out Just of said let it car. marinate a little bit. I'm going to let you marinate a little. All right. So. What's uh, Prince Charles's wife's name? Come up her bowl. So, so he's sleeping with this corpse and then all of a sudden he gets fired Mm-hmm. And you know whatever. So he stops going. So he stops it. going. Yeah. But they he was he was far from being satisfied with his nightly visits. So he's going to decide something. He was wanted to try something else. Uh, Carl later claimed that Elena's spirit visited him and asked him to get her out of the tomb. You know what? I think he uses that excuse about people having these visions a lot. Yeah. So one evening in April of 1933. Carl went to the cemetery where Elena was buried and removed her body from the mausoleum. He carted it through the cemetery after dark on a toy wagon <laughs> and when took it pay, to his house. When you pay to see that? <laughs> this bitch has been dead for two years. She falls off. She had fallen He's dragging off her with her. a little toy wagon. <laughs> a little red wagon, I wonder. Carl, red Rider. Carl attached the corpse's bones together with wire and coat hangers. Oh, well. And fitted, Use what you have. And fitted the face with glass eyes. That's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, as the skin of the corpse decomposed, Carl would replace it with silk cloth uh, soaked in wax and plaster. Yeah, we'll, put, we'll post a picture of her up on our Facebook page so you can check as it out. As the hair fell out of the decomposing scalp, Carl fashioned a wig. So he's more of a fashion designer he's a at fashionista, this point. really. Yeah. Uh, he fashioned a wig from Elena's hair that had been collected by her mother. And given to Carl. How much New, fucking hair did she give her? Knew that would come in yeah. handy. Man. Yeah, that's how much hair <laughs> did they give him? Yeah. Good lord! Uh, Carl filled the abdo- the corpse's abdominal and chest cavities with rags to keep the original form. Yeah. Yeah. He dressed Elena's remains. What if he the, made her boobs bigger? I don't know. <laughs> Why well, you're at it? You yeah, might as well. I mean, yeah, just throw. He a dressed, you're getting, you know, if you're getting a little work done, <laughs> yeah, might as well. He dressed Elena's remains in the best clothes, stockings, jewelries, and gloves that money could buy. Carl also used well. Okay. Carl also used copious amounts of perfume, <laughs> well, disinfectants. That probably came in handy. Yeah, disinfectants and preserving agents to mask the odor and forestall the effects of the corpse's decomposition. During the day while he was at work, Carl would keep the body in his bed. Oh. In the evening, he would set Elena up at the dining room table, and there he would cook amazing meals for his deceased friends. That's lovely. They would often enjoy candlelight dinner while romantic. Romantic music played on the old Victrola 
record player. Ah, uh, see, he's a panty see? dropper. Yeah, he yeah, put you know some Barry White well, on there. And the other thing is, <laughs> maybe I've always found that you know, if you if you have candlelight dinner, then you really can't tell the person sitting across from you if they're decomposing. <laughs> it's or, rude. Or yeah, or their eyes going to fall out. Yeah, when your cheek falls out on your dinner some, plate, that's you just know, some things that you just don't bring up at the at the fa- at the kitchen. It, table. it really is. It's bad form. It is. Uh, after dinner, he would enjoy a glass of wine, and then the couple would dance into the early hours of the morning. <laughs> oh, man, that's so fucking creepy. Uh, uh, I assume he led. Well, I, 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 they didn't <laughs> she, move much as she did. And she dragged. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday evenings after supper, the couple would sit in the parlor and listen to the radio together. <laughs> when he let her, <laughs> let her go, she did the jitterbug all the way to the ground. The alligator. <laughs> yeah. I, he didn't take it to. He didn't take her to church or anything. Yeah, except for the no, he kept her. He kept her in the house, except for the smell well, and the melanoma is a real concern. This, this actually sounds like the perfect wife. <laughs> sounds like weekend at Bernie's. Well, there were some things that left a little be desired, and Brandy will get to that. I think you'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Carl would discuss current events with Elena. Well, it's been the Great the, Depression was going on. Yeah. And spend the evening telling Elena about his day Mm -hmm. at the hospital or reading her poetry. Oh, he was a very romantic guy. Yeah, so he's going to work, doing his thing. Well, and it doesn't say where he's working at now because the hospital candy. Yeah, he he got a different job. Uh, But then he'd come home to spend the evenings with the love of his life. Well, sure. Now, here's my question. Does he, is it like full-on Norman Bates where he talks in both voices? Oh, yeah, or I didn't is see it that just in like research. a one-sided, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, you yeah. know, where she doesn't talk. Yeah, I didn't see, see any research other than he way, talked to her. Creepy. I wonder if she, but, like. But he, he did say she came to him in his dreams and stuff. Of course, yeah. because he evidently is Nostra-fucking-damas yeah. and, you know, has visions. Charles, you think, tell us what happens and next. I wonder what kind of poetry. You think it was, like, Keach? It was Poe. It was Poe. Poe? Okay. Dickens? Yeah. Annabelle Lee would be for Yeah. Now, okay, now, quote the was, raven. Quote the raven as it comes and plucks out her eye. What? There, now, there was pay, a dead woman from Nantucket. Right. <laughs> now try to pay attention here, devil, while I bring Timmy's words to life. Oh, I stopped paying okay. attention when you opened your They're mouth. going to jump off the page. <laughs> They're going to jump off the page. Let me paint a picture for you, audience. Now, although Sicily, he was, 1933, <laughs> he was finally with the exotic woman of his dreams. Something was missing. Carl blood. Sti- Carl still felt life fulfilled. <laughs> Breathing. I don't. I'm trying to bring this I, to I life. Bring it to life, Colonel. Carl still felt unfulfilled, and he knew that the only way the two could really be as one was if they consummated the relationship. Mm. I bet uh, she's a dead lay. Elena's body was already too badly decayed to have sex without her vagina coming up, big chunks of it flying off. Man, I really hate when that happens, girl. <laughs> oh, I hate when, you, when you're not hitting it with a floppy and you're tearing it up. Yeah, yeah, up and the it. vagina falls apart. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no more. No, that. that's why I tend to date younger women. Their vi- vaginas are more sturdy. <laughs> they are, and yeah. they don't have to put a pound of ground well, unless beef they're in dead. there. Make unless they're dead. <laughs> yeah, unless they're dead. Yeah. Well, so let's, what, what did Carl do? What did Carl do? Well, Carl went into his workshop, and you know some bitch could build a plane and oh, a boat he's an and inventor, everything else. Yeah. So he developed a tube-like device that he would insert into Elena's vagina so he could have carnal relations so, with her. Oh. Wait a minute. So it was like a pocket pussy. 
put Except a tube up it in was her, in yeah. Elena's. But for real different. But, you know, yeah. I, he, he was working with what he had. Now, the device worked like a charm. And on September <laughs> like 8th, charm. Carl and his soulmate, Carl put some Barry White on the Victrola, and him, him and his soulmate made love for the very first time. Wow. Now, although Carl had experienced sex before, it was, it, with his first wife, it paled in comparison to making love with Smelly Elena. <laughs> Smelly no. Elena. I did not I put mean, that in there. You know what? I bet it does smell like low tide. Oh, but, you, but let me say. You know that's some stale vagina yeah, right there. Yeah, but he me. liked it better than he did the <laughs> yes. short, frumpy redhead from Germany. <laughs> How's so that? That, what does that say for her? Yeah, what's her? What's uh, Prince Charles's wife's name? Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> right, thank you, Brandon. Now, Carl and his soulmate were finally one. They made love almost every night except when she had a headache and he no. was tired. <laughs> Even he was tired when she had a headache. She was dead. He would dutifully clean Elena's vagina after every passionate interlude, Timmy. Yeah, I had to do that a lot, too. But despite his best Clean efforts... Clean your vagina? My partner's vagina. Despite well, her best efforts, Elena's vagina continued to decay, Timmy. Oh. Carl used oceans of preservatives to stem the tide of decomposition and applied bottle after bottle. I wonder what he used for uh, lubricant. Hmm? I wonder what he used for lubricant. Hey, if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why? Just, probably Taylor. just spit on spit. the tip. And, yeah. yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> he applied bottle after bottle of perfume to cons- compensate for the stench of the decaying. Now, we talked about, you know, staleness. Yeah. But this is a whole this is a level. whole new level of staleness because this is decaying. You can't be you can't be attractive enough to overcome that. Some women can be attractive; they can come overcome. They can a overcome little, the stale, a little stale. But when you got the decaying vagina, hey, yeah, the vagina you've been dead two and a half yeah. years. It's or even like, if you're alive and your vagina is decaying, it yeah, doesn't right. Know. I've run into one or two of those before too. <laughs> um, what do you think about that, Brandy? You're two idiots. <laughs> 
say that? What Why do I say that? Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Vagina decay is a is a real thing. The struggle is real. real with a lot of women. Yeah. Now that don't mean I want to be around them, but and, I got a little and, bit of and, compassion and, for them. Do you think maybe you should date different women? I don't date any women. I'm married. I, I know. So but you, I read so, stories on the internet. No, you hear stories from Timmy, <laughs> whose taste in snatch is questionable at best. Now, see, I, I, I think Timmy has the highest taste in female companions. Uh, I went, the colonel is a, a member of the ADVA, the American um, Americans for Decaying Vagina Awareness. Yeah. Huh. yeah. He's a proud member. I am a proud member, and, and I... And even even the uh, Febreze 2X won't work on a decaying vagina. All right. You really have to— We're uh, trying to bring this issue to light. Yeah. And, you know, we may have a bucket challenge this summer for <laughs> yeah. the decaying vagina uh, yeah. awareness. Huh. Wait, except we're going to use—you uh, throw a cup of vinegar over your head. Um, anyway, now he's Nothing using— Nothing worse than a decaying vagina. you got to admit that, Colonel. No, oh, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> yeah, it's no, tragic. No, 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 um, So anyway, nothing could possibly work. He's doing all kinds of stuff, perfume and everything else. And her corpse continued to rot. Now, regardless, he worked to keep the two together, living as if in a happy relationship. And, you know, probably most relationships well, he, would be happy if one of them was incapable of Argue well, he was—he's probably—he uh, was probably dreading having the talk with her. Yeah, you know. Have you ever had to have a talk with uh, one of your partners about the uh, decaying vagina? Um, I have. See, now luckily I have very good decaying vagina radar, <laughs> and usually you can tell it from across the room if there's a decaying <laughs> vagina in the room. If there's a decaying <laughs> vagina in the room, everybody knows it. You just don't know who it is. <laughs> You know? unless, unless there's only one other person unless there's room. only one person the problem <laughs> is when there's like 15 people in a bar you walk in you're walking into a crowded club and you get a whiff a decaying vagina you know that's dv going on right there <laughs> yeah and you know what you just you go. don't want to be afflicted with dv no you just leave the club and go to another place because it's it's already permeated everybody around so right. you can't tell who's got the right you can't vagina. and you can't take that chance no, 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 no. Because you know what? You hit that thing, even with the floppy, Timmy, you yeah. might get the decaying Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So, you have you can't you can't take the uh, you can't take the risk. You really no. can't. And we're just trying here on this podcast to promote decaying vagina awareness. Yeah. And um, and work for a cure. <laughs> and for a cure. <clears throat> so I believe cure. one day there will be a cure. Oh, one day this horror of decaying vagina will be gone. Yes. But but as right for right now, um, I am I sympathize. I will raise money, but I will stay as far away from a decaying vagina as well, I can. Well, yeah, you have to for your own safety. But that doesn't that doesn't mean you're any less sympathetic and caring. Uh, when you see someone and in that you situation. know it's this kind of you work gotta I, walk a mile in their shoes colonel you gotta walk a mile in their underwear um and, it, and it's this kind of thing that upset me so badly because i work to cure decaying vagina right. you know, i work with the association and people you might at some point you might be known as the face of decaying vagina <laughs> <laughs> and uh people, i think we can make a poster for that people uh 
on the on a podcast page the other day, some woman called me a sexist. I can't believe that. No. Yeah, you. it is. Me. I'm glad I was sitting <clears throat> down for that. Yeah. Thank Call God. Call me a sexist. For the love of God, I do all this work, you know. <clears throat> all the work you do for women with the decaying vaginas, you think. That, and I get called a sexist. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't please everyone, Carl. No, you can't. Or, no, you in can't. his case, anyone. <laughs> nah, she's probably he's, a man. He's sort of the Jesus Christ of the nope. decaying vaginas. He's really not the Jesus Christ of anything. <laughs> She was yeah, well, you know a, what? a marquee. Unless, unless you consider, you know, people wanting to bury him in a cave. You think I, when, uh, don't, if you're a marquee, do they when you come in town, do they put your name up on the marquee? I don't know. Yeah, marquee, marquee, yeah. marquee on the marquee. Yeah. So anyway, what's uh, Prince Charles's wife' name, Brandy? Camilla Parker. Bowles. <laughs> Well, okay, so let, to recap, yeah. oh, good, we're he's hitting now. her with a floppy. She's continuing to decay. Yeah. Okay, nothing he's worked. Bad. He's going on with this relationship. Life's almost perfect, but it would be so much better if he could actually bring her back to life. Well, I, I don't know. Why we're in a good thing, really? Well, and what if she returned only to leave him? <laughs> That'd be my fucking luck. She'd fucking leave him. <laughs> So finally, he Bring realized it was a risk he had to take. Besides, wasn't it reasonable to assume Elena would be so grateful for being uh, dead raped, basically, for years and She years? didn't call it. She um, didn't call no rapes before did, well, she died. I guess she was fair. That's fair. fair she probably didn't devil. care. If he's um, hitting a decaying vagina... But she would, she would be so grateful that she would throw her decaying ass into his arms and love him forever. Yeah, he's off the, he's off the deep end now. Now he thinks he can bring her back to life, right? Now, so, yeah, about this time he came up with a plan to create a plane to carry Elena's body into the high stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate her tissues and restore her life to somnolent form. Seems legit. So, okay. Seems, sounds feasible. Seems legit. No, wait, 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 wait. Read this again, Carl. What's his plan? This is a it, true plan. Take her body high into the stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate her tissues and restore her life to somnolent form. That you, is. You might want to explain somnolent. Well, that seems like a good plan to me, Carl. It does. It sounds like a perfect and plan. And if you think that we're making this shit up, you're wrong. Yeah. This dude built a spaceship. For this uh, to rocket to the moon, he did, and I'll post pictures of it on our Facebook page later. He built her a spaceship that he was going to send her out into the atmosphere. Oh yeah, he actually it was almost completed, <clears throat> but people started asking questions, Timmy. And he'd have gotten away with it too if it if wasn't it for the for damn kids, damn meddling and kids, and their fucking the dog. dog, and the uh, fucking decaying <clears throat> vagina. Well, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway every time. <laughs> Once you hit a decaying vagina. Uh -huh. You know, you never go back. The stench of decaying <laughs> vagina follows you everywhere. Yeah. So you walk into the hardware store. Permeates. Well, and the, and, the, and the thing is, is you walk into the hardware store, uh -huh. all the men in the hardware store are looking at the women. Because <laughs> all they smells, they got the scent of decaying vagina. Right. You know, it's like. They hightail it out It's like there. a shark with blood, yeah. So you're killing it for every woman that's yeah. around. Because they, yeah. even though it's on you, they think it's. So anyway. So he, he builds her a spaceship. He's got the spaceship done, but the plans fall apart because people... I'm not sure it's done. He did build her a spaceship. He was I'm not close. sure it would fly, but... 
He built yeah, nobody test ran it. Right. But the combination of his habit of buying women's clothing, his absence from the mausoleum, and a local boy sighting of him through a window dancing with what appeared to be a giant doll aroused some serious suspicion, Timmy. Uh-huh. They must have been doing the waltz or something. Rumors began to swirl that Carl was keeping Elena in the house. Oh. In October, Elena's sister, Florinda, started hearing these strange rumors of Carl's extracurricular activities, including so- someone spotting... Through a window, Carl dancing with a life-size doll and arrived at his home demanding to see said doll. This is her sister. Once she opened the door, the smell of decaying vagina (laughs) overwhelmed her. She confronted Carl. He allowed her inside to her horror where she was met with what appeared to be a wax dummy of her sister. Elena's sister alerted the authorities which seized the air quotes here, doll, only to discover that it was actually Elena's rotted corpse with a silky, jelly-filled vagina. How would you like to be the one cop that have to write up that report? Well, try cuffing her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they have to worry about her getting away. I think they'd have to, but they'd have to write a report on that shit. Well, I'd be the worst cop to have to write reports. Coroners discovered that among the multiple body parts uh, he had reconstructed, they found his paper tube inside to serve as a makeshift vagina. Now, paper There's nothing tube, worse than a makeshift vagina. I agree. You have to do what you yeah. have to do. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but ideally, you wouldn't be using a makeshift vagina. Well, it depends on what your definition of makeshift is. Okay. Because, I mean, your right hand could be, well, you know. So, anyway... Soon, Carl was arrested and taken to jail. Now, it seems a little harsh. Carl was psychiatrically, <laughs> psychiatrically examined. What were they thinking? And found mentally competent to stand trial on the charge of wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. Was it malicious, though? I, I mean, mean, and really, who do you go to get authorization from? Exactly. Well, who was going to say okay? Yeah. I mean, is there a form? Did he not fill out the proper form? Did he not have a permit to have a body in the house? I think that was the thing. He's lacking permits. I think it was the decaying vagina. Now, the trial became a media sensation. I'll bet it did. (laughs) Surprisingly, (laughs) the majority of the public, especially women, supported Carl, finding him to be an eccentric romantic. Romantic. Yeah. Which is romantic. He really was romantic. This is why Timmy has such an easy time with women. Women are fucked up. (laughs) They just think he's eccentric. eccentric He doesn't have enough money to be eccentric. (laughs) While on the Yeah, I'm just nuts. Carl, uh... Now, if I had money like Charles, uh, Prince Charles, I would be able to meet someone like... Camilla Parker Parker Bowes. (laughs) Thank you, Brandy. I said it, too. Thank you, Charles. Okay. God, needy much? <laughs> I'll understand. I'm giving you all the good decaying vagina parts. Well, you should be yeah. happy. Carl claimed that he planned to use it on the stand. He said, I'm going to use this airship and take her high into the stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate her tissues just he like that I crazy did. crazy dream. He's yeah. Dr. fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, he He's is. He's like, I, could, I wanted to penetrate her tissues just like I did and restore her to her original form. Except with a less decayed vagina. Yeah. Because even and a more come, and, <clears throat> and a fresher smelling vagina. And the problem with this is even if she would have come back to life, it's like a vampire, she would have come back to life with a decayed vagina, Timmy. Yeah. 
Yep. That would have been, the, how, how ironic would that have been? It would have been a deal breaker for me. So what made about I mean, you got to take a shot. She's a 21-year-old hot Hispanic woman. Mm-hmm. You got to give a shot putting her up in that airship. Well, a paper and tube, and I'm thinking, what, did he just use unroll some paper towels? No, and I mean, he was a bit. Yeah, like a paper roll. Here's the thing, though, Charles, is that you really can't be picky. I mean, you're you're over 50. Your penis is shrinking. Your balls are hanging to the floor. And you got this hot... Latina, twenty-one-year-old well, Latina no with job. a decaying vagina. Well, he's got. Well, and if we're talking about him, he's got this job, right. which is not a panty dropper job. No, no, no. And I, he's a podcaster. How does podcast this turn out to be about me? Well, she because she, that's what, what you said. You were talking about. Well, for me, blah, 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 blah. He, she was no, saying, I'm, if you get some decaying vagina, you better you, jump all over it. Yeah, I, you no, need to be grateful. I, you know, even even at my advanced age, that's where I draw the line. No, you. I don't <laughs> think you I would draw. draw a you line. have some standards. I don't think you would draw a line. <laughs> I think you'd make her flip her hair, and you'd be on it. Is it depends on at what stages of decay it's in. I guess. Well, this is two years, so yeah. I mean, it's pretty advanced stage. <laughs> oh, decay. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, a little bit. It's a little bit down the road, isn't right? It? <laughs> I mean, it's not a fresh corpse. This is okay. So to recap, Carl's oh, on good. the stand. He tells the people about the plane, and this made about as much sense as anything else during the hearing. The plane, the plane. Carl was eventually cleared since the statute of limitations on his crime had expired. Yeah, much well, like her vagina. See, I don't understand that. Yeah, why did they even charge him? Hey, yeah, if he has her at his house, isn't he isn't he uh, abusing a, a, cor- a corpse at the whole time? I think it's kidnapping. I don't think he can kidnap a dead person. Oh, I think he can. Well, as if his desecration of her corpse wasn't enough, after the authorities were finished with the body, dead Elena was put on public display in the local funeral home. <laughs> oh. Where more than 6,000 people... <laughs> Pay fifty cents to come in and look at her, and for an extra for an extra five dollars, I would, would, I would pay fifty it. cents for that, wouldn't you? I would pay 50 even cents. at the height of the depression. I'd I would pay, pay fifty, 50 cents. cents. And yeah, I would pay fifty cents. And well, how much? But how much if they wanted to sleep with her? Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Make. I mean, you money. pay fifty cents, but you you know the the, yeah. the you have to sign a waiver that you're not allergic to decaying vagina yeah. when you walk. You by. know, I wonder how many people went and walked by out of that six thousand. You know, some of them copped a few. And you know, some of them were whispering, well, "She smells awful." Oh yeah, oh, look, oh, well, I'm sure she. God, look what yeah. she's wearing. She deserves all of it. Seal her up. No, no, he, seal her up. He, he, he dressed her nice. Oh, well, you know what? This poor girl. God bless it. <laughs> now, Carl was permitted to keep a death mask he had made of Elena's oh, okay. vagina. Well, will let you keep that. No, um, not of a vagina. He oh, made a death mask. He made her. a death mask. Which is um, what they used to do. They used to make that. Do they still do that anymore? I don't think no. so. No. When I die, will you make a death? Make sure they make a death mask? Don't we worry. Thank you. He attached this to a life-size one. sculpture he had fashioned in her image. Now, he had made a sculpture and image and made a... I wonder if he put a, a paper tube in the, where the vagina is well, supposed to be. Well, I mean, he, he, what, the motherfucker's building a spaceship, so, yeah. you know. Uh, you know he had it in there. So, in frail health and unable to care for himself, Carl returned to uh, Syphilisitis, Florida. Back to where his, yeah, where his wife, he, Doris, they had never divorced, was still frumpy and... Uh, no, I bet he shows up at her door and she just stands there looking at him. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And she apparently. Oh, you think you're coming in my house? Yeah. 
help to support him, although they lived separately because she had not such a fresh vagina herself. Yeah, but at least it was alive. Well, yeah. <laughs> there is something to be said about live now, vagina. Now, let me say this. If you got, Colonel, you got a hot 21-year-old Hispanic decaying vagina, or you've got, an al- you got a, a woman who's alive, frumpy, short, frumpy, red-headed German vagina, which you, which you hit. That's a tough one, too. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, it, it's really... Well, it's Sophie's choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not really sure. I'm it, telling you, though. It really depends on... Because the frumpy one could cook for you. Yeah, but do you um, not have this vision of her standing there in her bathrobe looking through a screen door just looking at him? <laughs> uh, Curlers in her hair. Yeah. I don't think so. Cigarette hanging out. <laughs> you know, but... You a motherfucker just going to walk back up in here like you never left? She's short and frumpy. I mean, she ain't had men knocking down the you door. You don't know. We this don't know her story. her first gentleman no, call you know since he left. We so. don't know her story. We don't know. She could have been getting laid. She could have been getting more tail in the McDonald's toilet seat. You don't know. Yeah, she was like, oh, you just go back to that dead bitch for that decaying <laughs> right. vagina. Yeah. Goddamn right. Because you ain't getting all this. You had all this right here before, and you walked out of, walked out yeah. the door. Just go back to the dead behind. bitch. Yeah. Go get the dick. I wonder if she vagina. knew. Yeah, oh, I'm sure she yeah, he wrote, wrote a book. On right, man, he'll get to it. He wrote a book. This guy wrote, wrote a book. About all his life. Yeah, well, but you know what? I gotta get that book, man. That's gotta be but, fucking funny. But you know stuff. what? But here's my, here's what's messed up is he leaves this his wife only to go fuck a dead lady. Like seriously, yeah. that has to be a hit to your self esteem. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm sorry. Your husband left you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He hooked up with some dead girl. <laughs> yeah. He's banging decaying vagina. <laughs> but in fairness, a much younger dead girl. <laughs> yes. Well, much younger. Much more attractive. I bet she went with the. I bet she left out the dead part and said he left me for a much younger. For a younger woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. He, it, because well, yeah, because you are, can't explain that to your friends. <laughs> the girl's always going to be 21. Yeah. You cannot explain yeah. that to your friends. Yeah, he was having a midlife crisis and he left me for. Uh, a younger a woman, woman. With, a younger dead woman with a decaying. A woman vagina. he met yeah. at the hospital. Yeah, I wonder how he didn't get the TB. Uh, well, she was dead. I don't think you can catch it after the person is dead. No, uh, okay. He worked, but he worked. Uh, he worked in the hospital. I mean, he worked in the TB unit when he worked at the hospital. So he worked around a lot. Of well, that's where all the hot chicks are. <laughs> yeah, you so know, they spit it, up blood. Can't French kiss him. At least, at least he had the decency to leave the dirty flower alone. Didn't you me? don't know that. Because she couldn't have said no. You know, he could have just rolled her over. I mean, shit would have fallen off of her, but, and inserted a paper tube in there. Well, I mean, really. I mean, it, is it really that much stranger than these guys that have the, you know, the living dolls? Yes. <laughs> it's <more> it's stranger. <laughs> okay. Yes, it is. Okay. I just wanted to gauge. <laughs> I just wanted to. I feel I feel so better now. We're okay. Then. We're okay. So okay. there's nothing wrong with us. Well, let's not let's not get crazy. We, did, did because have, it, because did you just have a thermostat on it to keep it to well, move it, it, it doesn't. It, uh, no, but it comes with a uh, money back guarantee that uh, guarantees you that it won't have a decaying vagina. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, so if you get a decaying vagina, I'm going to fuck oh, I it. I sent that son bitch right back to Amazon. Oh, right, ba- I'll send yeah. it right back. Yeah. Right back to Amazon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope. And I only gave it one star on the ratings. Did you write a review? I did. Mm. 
Now, in this well, you of, can't be going around. Uh, you can't be going around banging a, a decaying vagina. It's just it's unseemly. <laughs> it is unseemly. People talk. <laughs> well, and you gotta and wash yourself off too. I mean, that's, that that fun gets on you, man. You can't, man. You got to take a Brillo pad. <laughs> take it to your stuff down there. Bleach. Do, yeah. When they when they when they when there's a, a person that they're preparing for a funeral, a dead body, do they shave their pubic area? I don't believe it. No. Do. So they're, they're they're full bush. Or whatever bush you know they were when they were died. Suits? You know those burial suits? Uh-huh. I mean, cheap suits you can buy from the funeral home. They only got, they're like, just That's pants, shorts. <laughs> the suit ain't like got Kmart no back in it. No, I mean, they're burial yeah, yeah. suits. Yeah, and no socks, right? No you, no, you got shorts on, you ain't got no shoes, you ain't got no nothing on. Yeah, like a judge. For people that ain't got no money. Sound like a judge in a robe naked. Yeah. I mean, because you know how the uh, casket's only open part of the way. Right. It makes it look like you got a suit on, the suit ain't got no back on it. Yeah, it's a cheap-ass suit. suit. Yeah, you, you got a shirt and whatnot, but well, but but the ties are clip. Why on. don't they shave your pubic area when you? Why die? would they? Well, I'm not really sure why they would. <laughs> why would they? It's just, you know I don't want to go eternity with that. You know with the, with uh, being. A, then make sure you keep your shit trimmed up I don't while you're it alive. Keeps growing. Well, I know they'll keep growing, but you got what you got. Well, hopefully you you manscape that day. Now me myself. That's what I'm saying. That's why you wear that's why you wear clean underwear when you go out. Well, they're gonna bury you in dirty underwear in case you get in an accident or something and you die, and then everybody talks about you because you're in your dirty underwear. Well, it depends on how you die. Now, <laughs> Timmy, he gets hit by buses and shit. He liable. Yeah, but to that's have, old hat. <laughs> you know, to, if you get hit by a train and knocks your clothes off, it does knock some clean off of you. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Timmy's used to being hit by a bus. <laughs> or a car. You know, you got my mom convinced that I was hit by a bus. I was hit by a car one time. <laughs> you know how many times I've been hit by a car? <laughs> I know, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Do you know how many one times time. I've gotten scurvy? <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. One time I got hit by a car and then... So uh, over the holidays, my brother was over. And I don't know how, how the topic came up. And you had said on a podcast I got hit by a bus. And then so my mom's talking. She, she said, my brother, oh, yeah, Timmy's been hit by a bus. Like, <laughs> what? I've never been hit by a bus. Yeah, did you correct her? It was a car. It was a car. It was a car. <laughs> because it was and I hit the car. Yeah. It didn't hit me. And, and it makes it so much better when you explain it. Yeah. At least I don't have a decaying vagina. <laughs> well, you, no, you don't. Well, this has reached the end of the story. Now he was a lunatic, but in his own way, remained utterly devoted to the one he loved. You gotta, you gotta respect this. Well, man. you know what was nice was his. Uh, you know what was nice was his ex-wife taking care of him because she. He was when he came back to. Well, uh, she was frumpy. What she got? Well, I know, she, but she. Uh, his daughter had died while he was away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his you know he had two, he had two dollars. One of them yeah. died by from tuberculosis, I think, and uh, she took care of him even though you know because he was a little out to lunch. <laughs> and if you want to read his book, it's called Fantastic Adventures. It was published in 1947. He officially became a U.S. citizen in 1950. He died in 1952. Um, supposedly found with his arms wrapped around his lovely Elena doll, Anna Bona. And uh, well, there was rumors that that wasn't the doll that he maybe had gotten her body, gotten back. her body again. Yeah, and 
Now, even though we are intrigued and curious and some of you judgmental people may be disgusted by his actions, you know, I don't uh, think our listeners. No, I don't think our listeners are that judgmental. No, they're judgmental. No. They just really shouldn't be. <laughs> a man who he was a man. We could pity him. He was a man who could not bear to live in a world apart from the woman he loved. Yeah, how can you not respect that, Brandon? Yeah, come on, devil. You oh, love he's a, a good freak happy show. <laughs> he's a freak show. Oh, see, I thought now, he was in love with her. If you normal, never been in love, you would understand that. Normal, not enough to sleep with somebody's dead body. Normal woman with normal feelings would tear up. Yeah, and say, you know what? That's so romantic. I yeah, like, it'd be like for yeah, the life. It'd be like uh, part, what was that? What's, the, what's the movie where the old people die? Cocoon? No, Cocoon. no, yeah. with the the one has Alzheimer's. I think in pretty much every movie, old people die. But you know, the, the notebook. The, yeah, notebook. Don't women always cry? Uh, at the notebook? I did. I did. Yeah. Cry at the well, notebook. this is kind of like that. It's not though. <laughs> Why? Do they have? They, they had decaying vagina in that story, didn't they? I, you know, I have never seen that movie, and I was, I was picking up the boys. It's, Reminds of course, there's a, a fucking story. story about that, about the fucking notebook. I come in, and I, I'm picking up the boys from the youth group at church. Mm-hmm. And the pastor comes out, and he says, well, we were talking about uh, being men, mm-hmm. you know, what it means to be a man. And, uh, Did you say good thing they didn't ask me? And he said something about the notebook. Uh-huh. And I said, the notebook? Why are you talking to my boys about the notebook? That I, it, first of all, that ain't got nothing to do with being a man. You tell me it was gay. I said, have you ever? You'll love that. I said, you have read, you have watched the movie The Notebook, and he said, I challenge you to make watch The Notebook and not cry. And I said, listen here, Pastor, I'm going to tell Rollins you something. Is a treasure. I'm going to tell you something. I've seen part of it before. I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. There are three movies, three movies that are acceptable for a man to cry. Godfather Part Three. Remember the Titans, Timmy. All right. You can cry during that. Old Yeller. Mm. You can cry during Old Yeller and Brian's song. Rudy. Brian's song. What about Rudy? Hmm? Rudy. No, Rudy. Rudy Rudy was mildly retarded. Let's face it. Rudy was mildly (laughs) retarded. (laughs) He was a janitor and he was mildly retarded. Do you agree? What? Yeah. So, no, Have you seen Rudy? Yeah, I know he got in one play. Big fucking deal. So there's, guys, said, there's guys that play in 50 plays a game. Yeah, that's, so, that's They don't so, make no movies about them. Well. So I told the pastor, I'm going to have to really reconsider what your view of manhood is if you've even seen The Notebook. You don't know nothing about being a man. So God. anyway, have you seen the video? Now, you got to look it up. It's on YouTube. You know how they have you know all these football teams and basketball teams. They'll take a... They'll have a special needs kid. we start kid. a new goddamn story? And uh, <laughs> they'll take a special needs kid, and all of a sudden they put him into the game, and the kid will yeah, make a shot yeah, or yeah, run yeah, for right, a touchdown right, right, or right. whatever. And the whole, the whole defense just lets him run. <gasps> yeah. Have you I seen saw the that. one where it, he gets down to about the 10-yard line, the and the fool. linebacker Terry just Tate just blasts. comes through him and plows <laughs> oh, him. Oh, really? And lays him out yeah. flat and stands above him. Yeah. And That's obviously, not... it's a made-up video. Right, but right. It looks like one of those that it's you're going to think, oh, how sweet and how sweet, and, you know. And until the kid gets down to the 10-yard line, this kid comes out of the blue and just blasts the shit out I love of the old um, NFL commercials where they had Burger King. Remember Burger King? Yeah. <laughs> That's some up. funny shit. It, it was only on for like a year. Yeah. Yeah, Terry Tate, office linebacker. I'm oh, sorry. those are the classics. Best. Those are the best ones. Uh, best. Brandy, your final thoughts on Carl Tanzler and his undying love. 
endless love. Well, I don't feel good about that. Not him singing, but what do you think Two about him and his... What a freak. Two hearts that beat as one. Please don't. So, what a freak. Just be uh, Make would, him stop singing. Would you, if, if, My no. Wait, 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 let's see if she's ever slept with someone. Have you, no. ever, <laughs> have you ever had? No. Well, think of someone no. you really like. Is no. there someone that you were in love with? No. Let's say your husband, Dave. If, no. God forbid they, something would happen to Dave. No. Would you consider? No. Because a decaying penis is not as bad as a decaying vagina. No, not nearly as bad. It just falls <laughs> off, and you can leave. No. You can walk away. You can walk away from the decaying penis. Yeah, yeah. And no. and the decaying penis stays hard all the time. No. Here's a question for you though. This is a true no. question. Have you ever got hit with a floppy? What? Have you Have ever, you ever got been hit, hit with, with a floppy? Yeah, that's a fair question. That's a fair. <laughs> Everyone's question. been hit with a floppy. <laughs> Not Mrs. Carl. Yes, she has. Oh no, she has. Have, uh, uh, Have you ever been hit with a floppy when? I mean, like you're you're in the throes of passion, and you you want to go along a little bit longer, but uh, no. Dave is already you know ready to check out. I don't believe there's a time she wants to go a little bit longer. Did the did the <laughs> let me ask you this? Did the what? economics professor? Let me ask you this. <laughs> Why are you so interested in my personal life? No, Economic professor, all did he ask questions? No, about they don't. Your sex life. They do. They want to know. They don't ask did, questions about did my you, sex did life. Did your uh, economic professor hit you with a flaw? No. Micro or macro economics? Just economics. So Covered like both. Five point five, something like that. Six. Six. Six Covered and a quarter. Would you say? Oh my God! If you would guess, I, I mean, no, it's been a long time. I'm not gonna guess. Not even gonna guess. Was it the? Best you had at the time? No. No? You were just doing it for the grades? No. Can did we get, get to our shout-out? Why did, why, no. What was did your motivation sleeping with an old economics professor? He wasn't old. Well, He was like 35. Oh, he was when old. he walked away. And you were, you? what, 21? Yeah. All right. So he, didn't even have, he doesn't even have, um, what's that called? I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, Saggy balls. <laughs> Aggie's balls at that point. <laughs> let's talk. Let's let's do the tenure. Challenge. He doesn't even have tenure at that point. You're sleeping. You slept with a guy who didn't even have fucking tenure. Okay. How many grad assistants did you sleep with? <laughs> None. She brought up the fucking hall monitor. She was banging <laughs> the RA. She was banging them. No. <laughs> Kid working in the bookstore. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> that is a rocky road for you, Tim Scott, that I don't know that you're ready to... Give us to... a number. Give us a number. I will not. Roughly. I will not. Roughly. I will not. Under 200, over 200. Over, under. Under. Under 200? Under 200? Yeah. That surprises me. Well, fuck okay. you. <laughs> no, I mean, I just... I mean, you're an attractive woman. Wait, I just... And you was, know what? Who's obviously loose enough to sleep with your economic professor who doesn't even have tenure. Okay, read the shout-outs. <laughs> you know he just taught freshman classes. <laughs> or no, or like maybe maybe it was like remedial, remedial. <laughs> community college. But well, I'm sure it meant something to him. But he's one of the few players. I doubt it. He was one of the few professors to bang a softball player. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> one of the few male professors right. to bang a softball right. player. Right. I should have. Clarify that. Clearly. So that's right. when you was back and so, forth. You so between 100 and 200, somewhere along in there. No. You said under 200. 
<laughs> yes, I did say under 200. Well, then it's between 100 and 200. No, it's not. Ballpark. Not even ballpark. <laughs> Colonel, I mean for you, over 200? Um, Five. I, I would not know, Timmy. I would not know. I do not recall. Some of my some of my college years are, are vague, uh, vague and kind of blanked out. I'm sorry to hear that. Did you ever have ever had decaying vagina before? Um, no, I've had stale. He's lying. Had stale. It's okay to bang uh, decaying vagina, but you never want to go down on decaying. Vagina. Oh, oh, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Okay, Timmy. this this like is, this calamari. podcast is deteriorating. Plus, we <laughs> it's probably decaying. It's decaying. <laughs> Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on Carl Tanzler. You know what? He his, was a his undying man. love. He was a man who... Uh, he knew love. Who chased his passions, mm-hmm. chased his dreams. You got to admire him for that. I do. I do admire him for that. Yeah. Okay, Colonel, you got The devil's s- looking at me with disgust. Uh, yes, she is. And you're, you're eating a piece of pizza there, devil. I am. So you're on, on regular food? I'm or? not supposed to be, but it works. It works? Mm-hmm. Now, am I allowed to ask you, you have, uh, if, if I don't want to, I don't want to get into your personal business on the podcast. I don't think that's true. So, but, uh, just looking at you, there has been a significant change in yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Wouldn't you say to me? Oh, absolutely. So what, how, what, how much are we at here? 50 pounds. Fifty That's pounds awesome. you down. That's, That's awesome. unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's mind shattering, really. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I shouldn't say mind shattering, but it's it's significantly noticeable. Well, you if look, I wasn't you such look, a lazy bitch, I'd get you look, to the gym and it would be more. <laughs> you look wonderful, Devil. You do. Thank you. So, Very lovely. Uh, and we're happy that you're uh, on the road to uh, well, I'm guessing 164. Somewhat healthier lifestyle. I'm guessing 164. I'd say 180 at least. Yeah. When she when she cut it, I've said not 200. That yeah. Let lead. Not, you know, it's probably when, the high end. Because when she said 200, she, and we're talking about the number of men she's fornicated with. Yeah. Um. When Timmy said over, over uh, that's over the li- her lifetime. Over or under fair. 200. Not this year. You. She kind of looked up at the ceiling like she was thinking. Yeah. You know, I did not. She was doing like, uh, it, air math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if you ask the regular person, you know, uh, she'd automatically say, oh, 200, are you crazy? Right. But she she was, no, not 200. Right. Yeah, she yeah. hesitated, she hesitated. way too long. Yeah. We, All right, Colonel, let's get like the shout It's like me and Timmy have built-in lie detectors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like we're detectives. It is we're like avant-garde. We're I know. avant-garde. We're cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, it's the shout-outs, Colonel. We've got a lot of wonderful listeners and they need to be recognized. They do. And first of all, we're going to go with who we always go with first, Tasha. The, the lovely Tasha. And lovely Miss Ophelia. Absolutely. Beautiful ladies out there in California. Um, Jeff Girdley. Rebecca. Jeff is a good guy, but I I cannot say anything about his attractiveness. No. Does it say give ourselves titles or titties on this note you slipped me? Is it um, titles? I it looked like titties when I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, I might be titties. Let's give ourselves titties. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Montanle. Rebecca, hi. How are you doing? Mike Eisenhower. Sam Hildebrand. Sammy. Jennifer and Linda, of course. Uh, yeah, Jennifer and Linda and, uh, of course, Hunter. 
Hunter, Missy Dean Horton. Missy Dean. Hi, Missy. Brittany and Chris. Down there in Atlanta. Uh, I will be in Atlanta next week. Celine, who confuses me. I believe Celine's married, ain't she? Uh-huh. But she so, talks about boobs a lot. I like Celine. She's funny. She's bisexual. Oh, okay. Oh, well, just announce it to the world. Well, just, uh, yeah, just throw it. that out there. Hmm. Um, Jeff Chestnut and his lovely wife, Dawn, and, and we used you to... You know, Jeff is an intelligent man, which makes me wonder why he listens to our podcast. And, and it really very, impresses very... my mom that a doctor listens to our podcast. He's you a doctor and he listens... She says, he's a doctor and he listens to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. a lot of very and, smart and, people. And, and Dr. Do. Jeff, I know we're fellow Broncos fans, so I would never insult you. Um... So please don't take this as an insult. No. But have you seen his wife? She's beautiful. Oh, Don my beautiful. Lord, sweet Jesus. Oh, you talk about overkicking your coverage, Timmy. Yeah, he married up. He married up. He married, even for a doctor, he married above his station right there. She's a, And she's just as sweet as you could ever meet. Mm-hmm. She invited me and Timmy to stay at her house. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she, she was excited. only being polite with you. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, really Teresa Sla- so Don and Jeff, how you doing? I've got Noah. Everybody <laughs> wants Noah. Teresa Slavin. Yeah, I would Hi, take Teresa. Noah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants Noah. I would take you if Noah came with the package. Yeah, so. Noah's cool. Tommy Boomershine. Tommy Boomershine. Shonda and Larry. Yes. Uh, the Trowbridges. Colton, Phyllis Munson, Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran. Brian and Lisa Lawton, Olivia Meyer, the beautiful Katja. The lovely Katja from uh, Denmark. Beautiful Kate McCarthy, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I can't. I, I got to quit saying that because all these women are beautiful. Uh, all the women are. The guys are there. Eh. Bridget Clavey, yeah. Like Byron. Byron, he all right. He ain't, you know. Yeah, but I mean, he's he a nice was, guy. Yeah, but you're in sleep with him. Byron's, Byron's, a, man Byron's a man of yeah. God. He put a plague on your Oh, ass. no, Denny McFarlane, he's a handsome man. Then he's a handsome man. Although he's another one that married above his head, got a beautiful yeah, wife. Yeah, Denny, I'm working. Family. I'm working on your podcast. It'll it'll happen. And he's he's got a beautiful little little child there. You know, we need to invite him down. He's from Norway. We do. Right? We need to have him on a podcast. Yeah, and we've invited Kate, but we need to invite Denny down sometime. William Truax, nice guy. William, thank you for listening. Peanut butter pie, Amber Croup. I love Amber Croup. She's all. She's very active on our page. Yeah. So Gina funny. Spillane. Gina. Uh, Trixie. Yes, Trixie. She was giving me some information. She she responded to, I think she responded to the uh, question I had about the, uh, about the royal family. The royal family, yeah. Stephanie Quick. Stephanie out there in California. Sydney and Michael. Out in California. Jamie Tarantino. Hey, Jamie. Laura Baba O'Reilly. I like Laura. I like Laura. Laura's a funny lady. Gabby Lewis. John Cunningham, of course. Tara. Bond. Jean Bond. Lydia. Hey, Lydia. Lovely Lydia. Our favorite crazy softball player. Angie. Brandy McBride. Brandy's, oh, Brandy a, Brandy's McBride. a legit college softball player. Oh, yeah. Not she, that you weren't, Devil, but yeah, she's a legit like lesbian. She's a legit lesbian. And softball who did not player. sleep with her economics professor who didn't have tenure. We do oh not know that. God. We don't know that. Brandy sleep with someone doesn't even I don't tenure. believe Brandy McBride or Brandy. People sleep with Herman. you and you're not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I pay him. Well, that's true. 
So, Brand, okay, Brandy, the question is put to you, Brandy McBride. If you've slept with any of your professors to get a better grade, could you post that on our page? Um, Maggie yes, Glover. You, we know you would love to share. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jeff Appel. Jeff's funny. Christine Bourgeois. Christine Bourgeois. All right. Katie Moorhead. Katie's lovely, really lovely, lovely Katie Moorhead. Mary Ray, crazy. I love Mary Ray in upstate New York. Marvin Hammond. Marvin down under there in Australia. Big Andy V. Andy over there. I think Andy Bali. Is he in Scotland? Or uh, I don't know. He's in Great Britain, I know. Maybe in England. Maybe in let Australia. Us know, maybe let us know where you're at, Andy. Um yeah. Angie He's in Drake, Scotland of course. Or something. That makes a difference. Becky who? Mitchell. Who? Angie Drake. Angie Drake, yes. Becky Mitchell. Keith Frosty. Yes, Cheryl Musco. I know I got that wrong. She told me. Yeah, how to do it. she's uh, kind of newer to our page, but she's been listening a while. Steve Miller. The Nick, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. Nick Starr. Natasha Davis. Neil Eagleton. Um, Robin. We're just going to call her Red Robin Sanchez. Red I Robin like Sanchez. Robin. Yeah, uh, I like she has red hair, and she is proud of it. She's damn proud of it. She's not frumpy, though. She's very beautiful. Nope. She's not frumpy at all. T.J. Youngblood, Thomas Tuhi, Dave Hill, John Gray, Don Gordon, Kristen Davidson, Susan Angles, of course, Little Emmy Waterfall. I Emmy. Christian Dormer, Daniel Fredrickson. Danielle, I'm sorry. Danielle, Danielle is very active on her page. Yeah. Thank you for being active, uh, Danielle. Amber Anderson, Peter Fulmer. Amber, hi. Kelsey Fro, George Huckler. Hushla, Hushla, Hustler, Alan Dobbs. Alan is active on our page. Carlene Madison. Alan is in our film discussion group. Alan, you need to give us a new movie to watch. Um, and I don't know. I am going to guess. Maybe I could be wrong on this. And I've told you, I don't creep people, but every time we get a new list and I look at their page to see where it they're from, it always people. interests me to yeah, see you where do people creep are people. from. Mm-hmm. You're just um, like Carl Tanzler. Panzeram. Both. Either, either Carl. Hobos. Liz Keating. And I think when I looked to see where she was from, her post was um, on a Facebook page about tiny houses, devil. If oh, I'm wrong, let me know. yeah. Did you see where someone posted? Yeah, um, who posted the thing about the people living the in bus? the school bus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this I was different. That. This was a different one. She has this, has a love. Of I'm really houses. thinking about getting a tiny house. I'm thinking about getting a tiny, well, tiny You already have ride. one of those. Continue. Lovely. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Danielle Fredrickson that uh, posted the, the school bus. That thing was okay. cool. It was cool. It's good to go on vacation. I'm not living there. You're just picky. Amy Carol Payne. Jason Dykes, of course. Jason, Sammy our James. buddy, who, by the way, Jason posted some funny shit, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, he friend. He is funny. Friends yeah, but you know what? Jason a little bit cowardly. Why do you say that? Because I, Jason asked a question. He he put that Satan's toaster thing on his page. What? That you know the Satan's lady with toaster. the Satan's toaster. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And he posed the question: What kind of bread does Satan like? And uh, then he posted it into our group: What kind of bread do you think, Jason? And I put on Jason's. I answered it on Jason's page, of course. Because of course you knew and had a story about it. 
Well, what kind of what? Now, tell me, what kind of bread would Satan like? I don't know. You tell me, Colonel. Rye. Gingerbread. Oh, you yeah. just said what? You love pissing off the redheads, <laughs> don't you? So. You know, Robin Sanchez is going to come up here and smack you right in the mouth. Yeah, well, we got, I'll, I'll tell you what, we got a bunch of redheads. And you, uh, on, Charlie on is going to do the same thing. Charlie's scary. Well, she's going to slap Charlie. you. She when ain't we, as scary as Allie. She's going to slap you scared. when uh, we see you, uh, when they see us at CrimeCon. I think they got an interview with Nancy Grace. Well, that's cool. Good I'm, job. I'm like, Good that's job, cool, uh, Allie. Like Nancy and, Grace. Well, I know, but that, I mean, you know, for a a podcast to get an interview with her that's a big deal yeah so good job uh ali and charlie yeah. eddie rushing tara chinchilla jennifer hawkins kim kamikaze kazmersky nancy i wonder nancy were the nancy palomino jalapeno papa who's looking forward to the playoffs because her chiefs are in it and her husband her boyfriend or her husband um is a raiders fan they're both in it who do you think's going to win the uh Play a uh, Super Bowl, Colonel. Um, I believe the Green Bay Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. I am going with the Atlanta Falcons. Are you? Yes. Toby Deese, Andy Sparacho, Danielle Fredrickson, the lovely Annette Petre, Steph Glenn. Annette Petre from the Bronx. I'm going Bronx. to, you know, I think I'm going to New York to see Miss Saigon is going to be playing in uh, on Broadway again. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's spring, so I'm thinking about making a trip to New York to see it. If it doesn't, it may go on tour and come here, in which case I'll just wait. But Have I may, you already seen Miss Saigon? I've seen it like 60. Haven't you already done Miss Saigon? I, I've seen it like 63 times. My friend... Uh, uh, I have. It's a long story. Are you just not understanding it when you watch no, it? No, we have. I have a friend, and we have a very close relationship, and that is that show is important to us. So. Is it in Saigon? Set in Saigon? Yeah, part of it. Hmm. Is it set hmm. in Nam? Yes, it, oh. it, part of the show is uh, set in Saigon. I haven't seen and, Goodfellas sixty-three times. I haven't uh, seen the Boondocks. Miss Saigon. No, Miss Saigon is. You know, it's one show where you, it's, you see, you know, the movies that, or you said movies will make you cry. That's one uh, musical that will make you yeah, cry. Yeah, nothing makes me cry. Yeah. I like Fiddler on the Roof. That doesn't make you cry. No, but I like it. Christine. Well, the fuck? I like fucking pizza, too, but I don't mention it every, just. Are you sure? Yeah. Should I continue? Please do, Colonel. Christina Montana. Maria Barber. Jennifer Potts. Cindy, of course, over Street Hamilton, Paul Mampilli, Mike Arnold, Brittany Powell, the two Heathers, Heather Hall, Heather Poole, Ann Daza, Jeff Hopkins, John Janke, Mike Tabor, Lise, of course, Kevin Behan. Just Carol don't Nash. blow across Lise. She's a very lovely lady, and she lives in Norway. Okay. So Easy. take your time and say, Lise. Savor like, it. Savor he, he puts a lot of time into it. Savor Terry Helmsley, it. he doesn't put any time into this. And I, I, I've got a list. I, I checked it today. It's 160 people. On our shout-out list? Yeah. That's okay. We're going to continue to do shout-outs. I'm like goddamn we, Jerry Lewis at the most. We are not going to fucking. We, you know, people, I'll people, do this motherfucker. And we get, midnight. we get, you, but know, you know, we ha, get complaints. I just want to know to Please don't talk to over know. me. We get complaints. <gasps> 
Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> we get complaints that we give too many shout-outs, and we just want to say, fuck them. If they don't like <laughs> it, they can listen to some other show because we're going to continue to give shout-outs. We move shout-outs to the end of the podcast to accommodate everyone, but we are going to continue to give shout-outs as long as we have a podcast. Am I right, Brandy? Yeah. Chuck, am I right? Goddamn right you are, Timmy. Say, give a shout-out to Frank Daniels. He just joined us today. Frank Daniels is a shout-out to Aaron McGrath. Uh, shout I, out I got to Aaron. Aaron. Did I you get Aaron Lynn Lynn Bennett from Lincoln, Nebraska? It's a good Hold guy. On. Just started. Lynn Bennett. Hold on. Uh, Kenneth Dale, uh, listener. Christian Anderson. Uh, He's fucking this chicken. Why don't you let him have Molly it? And Molly Erickson. I just I wanted to make sure we got the new ones in there. Okay. Well, Valerie Murray as well. TJ, you said TJ. Okay. Valerie Murray. Okay. Valerie Murray, Christian Anderson, Nancy Weller. Anita Darden, Jessica Winchester, of course. Um, Carla Nelson. My friend Carla from Portsmouth, Ohio. Well, actually, New Boston, Ohio. Amber Trevino, Angiel, Karen Alden, Norma DiMaggio. Did you get Nicholas Starr? Probably not um, yet. Newer, newer listener. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if he's Nicholas a newer Star. listener, but he's newer to her. Thomas Tui, Dave Hill. I believe I already got Nicholas Starr. All right, Star. all right, <clears throat> all right. Heather Marshall, Maddie Kennan, Amelia Roscoe, Michael Daniel, Jen Moyer, Jessica Bishop, uh, the lovely little Lynn Ev- Liz Evans. I like Liz. Bridget Deutsch, Stacy Lynn, Jeffrey Dolan, Miriam Buckwald, Jennifer Winans-Miller. Look at you. Susanna Sheldon. Skip Fayou, Callie Jones, <clears throat> Andy Smizer, Brandy Willis Deese, of course, Tammy Ennis. She's very active on the page. Uh, Tammy is very nice. Uh, <clears throat> we exchanged some messages yesterday. She's a very nice lady. Okay. And then, of course, and we Dave got... Herman is active on our page. <clears throat> Who? Dave Herman, Brandy's husband. He's been posting on okay, our page. Okay, Dave, but he doesn't listen to the podcast. Nobody's been active on our page. you got to listen to his wife enough. Yeah, he's got a good point there. Wow. Um, and then, of course, we get down to the Colonel's crew. Colonel's crew. Yeah, the important people. He is um, freaking stealing all your thunder, is he not? I, I know, he just jumps all over me. But you know what? And listen, as I want you to understand something. We started this one a little bit early today, so you don't have Tim. This is why Timmy's interrupting me. Because normally Timmy leaves right as we are done with a podcast, and he wants me to get done with these shout-outs, and he's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I've got evaluations to write. But today, it's only, normally we wrap up a podcast right about 3 o'clock, right at about the time Timmy gets out of here, because he comes in apparently at 4 o'clock in the morning. I do get here early in the morning. What do you uh, say apparently? Buy a car. I have to get here early to open up this fucking joint while you guys are sleeping. Well, I, I stay here late it. to close up the joint. Yeah, as soon as we leave, you leave. Don't, don't <laughs> I, I am shit. here till 6 o'clock. Hmm. So, you believe he stays here till 6 o'clock? That's late. Somebody got to be here till 6 o'clock. Why? No, they don't. Yeah, no, they do. 5 o'clock. No, 6. All right. For the state people. Uh, I, I, people downstairs. People. I say he leaves as soon as we do. So, uh, anyway, today it's. And you one, don't get here till noon. Today it's 1 30. This is what I'm saying. And Timmy's up. Uh, are you really? Do you motherfuckers want to go there? 
Miss, Miss, hold on. What did, she was here Tuesday morning. We was off. Tuesday morning, she is here. What? She gets, 10 o'clock, she's telling me and Timmy, well, I got a meeting out in Sharonville. I can't I'll do a podcast you. today. I can't do a podcast. I got a meeting out in Sharonville. And uh, I, I won't be back. back. You're yeah, goddamn it's, right. It's a 20-minute drive from our office. It's uh, a 10-minute meeting. Yeah, 10-minute meeting. And it's it's one of those air quote meetings. Yeah, it no, is going to be a whole day. meeting. So, yeah, he had a meeting uh, with Noah. <laughs> Conjunction no. Junction. Or no. the train place. Oh, I did not go to the train place. So anyway, let's let's not skip the Colonel's crew here. We got the lovely redheaded, not frumpy at all, um, Angie Ball. Angie's a very nice lady. Yep, and a redhead, and we love redheads. Yes. Even though we just like What about to the beautiful fun. Fallon? Which See, motherfucker I'm would you ya. let me get to... Tell him, look at him, check, and say, I'm fucking this chicken. Yeah, this is my circus. Let me fuck this monkey, okay? Is that fuck how it away. works? Fuck That's away. Not. Is it close enough? Okay. Karen Barnes. Uh, he, I now, love Karen. She's on Twitter. She um, retweets our um, she retweets our shit on Twitter, and I love her for that, as well as um, Fat Boy Gardner, who is not fat, a boy or a gardener. Or a gardener. Okay, you, I got, I'm going to skip him because you just did him. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you, Fat Boy. Radika Smith, of course. Angela Cobes. By the way, Radika Smith is a very beautiful young lady. Uh, Radika is a beautiful young lady. I don't Angie mean to sound, Cobes, I don't who mean I just sound mentioned, creepy. is a beautiful young well, first lady. First of all, you do sound creepy. You sound uber creepy. And the second of all, Why did you it? not just say just a few minutes ago... All of our all of our female listeners mm-hmm. are beautiful. Yeah, they are. But okay, you know, I like to why? point them out. Uh, but then, when you don't point out that Angie Cobbs is beautiful, we got a nice message on Twitter, a tweet. Did from, we? Yeah, from Aislin. I don't A S Y L U U N. Angie Cobbs, you're lovely too. So, yeah. and she says, "I'm listening to the your episode about Evelyn Dick," and she said, in air quote, "Dick appealed to Evelyn's father." <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that episode. Thank you, Aislin, for listening. That was a funny episode, Evelyn Dick. Okay, Monica D'Agostino. I love Monica. Oh, my God. Scotty J. Uh, you know, I love Scott, but he's not that attractive. Let's face it. Yeah. None of the guys on our Facebook page are attractive. No. That's no. not true. Um, I mean, I'm, he's a nice guy. I'm sure that uh, Amanda finds him attractive. I just don't. I'm just not attractive to men. You're not attractive to men? I'm not attracted to men at all, no. Okay, I'm going to run through a list here of one, two, three, four, five, six, I'll seven, take your eight, time. Nine, ten. No, just ten names. Ten names. And I challenge one of you to tell me which one of these women is not a beautiful woman. Okay. Okay. I, it would be hard to do because we have nothing but beautiful women on Tiffany our, Bell. Tiffany is a beautiful woman. She's up in Michigan. You really do sound pervy. Shannon Rosser. Yeah. Oh, Shannon is lovely. She yeah. is active with... Uh, the church, First Church of Latter-day. No, she is active with... Um, Amnesty International. Amnesty, Amnesty International, doing yeah, the Lord's well, work. Amnesty is a side thing she does. No, um, she's a she's a, not only a beautiful woman, but a good human being, and we appreciate your hard work. Yeah. So, okay, so Tiffany Bell, you're saying she's a beautiful woman, but a horrible human being? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, what? So Tiffany is a beautiful woman, but a horrible human being. No, but she has a son who's an excellent football player. (laughs) He's a stud football player. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so 
Amanda Bocce Ball. Amanda, very lovely lady. Mm -hmm. God, you creepy, creepy old man. Quit. Jessica Williams. Jessica's hot. She's up there in Chicago. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. And woman. a massage therapist. And? So you come home all achy? No, Jessica happy endings, right though. She don't do happy endings. No, I'm talking about you come home. Like, I, the other night I walked Rudy. It was colder than hell. We went five miles, four and a half miles. I came home. Can we bed. get through I was these ten sore names? As hell. So, okay. Yeah, it's getting late, Colonel. I got to get out of here. So, Francis Doughton. You telling me Francis No, Francis is woman? lovely. She's from Ireland. She's she a lovely is, Irish. Uh, I, I don't know if she got, would you say blonde or blondish red hair? She's she's strawberry blonde. Strawberry I blonde. Beautiful uh, young lass from Ireland who uh, is just very, very yeah. attractive. Okay, so now none of mine have been challenged yet. Jennifer Burdick. Another, oh, Jennifer's beautiful. Yeah. She's young. I mean, she's uh, probably, you know, what, early 20s? Beautiful young lady. Yeah. Sarah Spaghetti Mimosa. Sarah's lovely as well. There we go. Beautiful. He is such a dirty old man. Yeah. Why? Now, I'm just complimenting these young ladies who are on our page. I'm getting to my two close confidants. Okay. Keep the First Church of the Latter-day Colonel out of, out of, on the right track and out of jail. Mm -hmm. But both of them, and... Both of them, you could say, the thing that strikes me about both these women is they're both funny as hell. Well, and the thing that strikes me right is now Nicola. is get on with it. Nicola Reed. Yes. Nicola Reed is uh, a brilliant, brilliant young lady. She's an attorney at law. She, she passed the bar. She passed the bar. She passed the bar. Uh, she's an attorney Unlike over you. there in uh, England. And, she, and, and on top of that, she's just beautiful. beautiful. Oh, I bet she has to wear those cool she's wigs. She's quite stunning. I wonder yeah, if you get your stunning. own wig or if it's a used. I wig. don't. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I watched a movie on uh, the guy, the lady who the, wrote the book on uh, the guy who said the Holocaust was a fake, fake, yeah, you know, fake story, a hoax, and uh, at that they it was a a uh, courtroom drama set in England. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting to see them. Okay. Did they wear the wigs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm wondering if she has to buy her but own. But see, I don't know if she, I don't know if she is actually a, uh, if she is actually a, uh, if she actually argues cases in court or she's like doing research and stuff. Maybe, she's early, early maybe in her career. Maybe they all get wigs. Maybe, but she's beautiful with or without a and wig. And you didn't pass the bar. I know. Okay, so I got two more for you. Okay. Lay mommy, I'll tell you if they're beautiful or not. And they're both two very, very smart. Let me be the judge of their beauty. Oh, my God. Okay. Allie and Charlie, because they come as a pair. Well, no, they're two different people. Okay, Allie. Allie is a very beautiful young lady from Australia. The mm -hmm. only thing is, with Allie, she's very smart. She's a little mean. She's fucking crazy. But the only thing is with her is She'll she, chop your ass she up wants to marry Prince Harry, and that's not going to happen. Well, Why? No, no. See, the only thing with her is... I would rather because swim she's married in and a she pool. Has children. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather cut myself shaving, jump in the ocean, filled with great white sharks, than piss Allie off. Oh, That's what yeah. I would rather do. But I will say this: she wants to marry Prince Harry, who is the son of Prince Charles, who is married to Camilla Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles. And then we have, who is a lovely, very beautiful woman, Charlie, and smart. Charlie. Charlie is Redhead, a, very, a little bossy, but... Very beautiful young lady uh, from Kansas City. Yeah. 
Yes. Hi, Charlie. And she is also, they are both uh, Patreon supporters. If you would like to be a Patreon supporter, go to patreon.com slash historydweebs, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or oh, just a wee little bit. Yes. Any more, Colonel? Uh, no, I think you've. I think you've. Uh, I think you well, give my I've mom got a shout more. out. Or I got two more that we get. Uh, the lovely, lovely Miss Lady Beverly. Lady Beverly, who Beverly. I'm sorry if we made fun of Camilla Parker Bowles, because no, I don't know. Beverly maybe maybe like she. Her. Maybe Lady Beverly um, likes her. You don't know no, that. Lady Beverly. You don't know like that. Her. I I know Lady Beverly. So we me and we, Lady Beverly are like this. We, we exchange, only we are messages. kidding. We only are joking. We we love uh, all that English stuff over there. And <laughs> well, so, I, I was going to say the royal family, but I wanted person, to be more inclusive. So we love your traditions. She's very Gabby today. Yeah, not I like person, Lady Beverly. Like, I don't want her mad so at me. She Gabby. sent me a Christmas card. Not so even a, Gabby. Not even a person, but um, still has a title. Title. Miss Lady Beverly's dog, Sir Sully the Bold. Sully is a beautiful dog. And, of course, do I have to say a name, Devil? Do I have to say a name? I, I wish, wish you would, would so we can leave. <laughs> oh, you, oh, now you're in a hurry now, huh? Now well, you're in a hurry. Now after you're in him a goddamn running hurry. his jib, yeah. it's gone on for yeah. an hour and a half. As, can I use your term? Sure. Running that cock holster all this time. Get, thank you. <laughs> all this time. All this time. All right, so say the lovely Miss Dottie Scott. Thank you, Mom. You're beautiful. I, you as know well. what? I apologize for that because I couldn't, should not have used cock holster in the same paragraph in the same ten minute segment that I am saying. No yes, name, you should Dottie be ashamed Scott. of yourself. Thank you, Mom. You've done it twice. Thank yes, you, Mom. Am, uh, for, thank you, Mom, for the microphones are working well. I think. I, I think believe they they're working well. Some people say they have problems, but I listen to mine and it sounds even. Yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. When I listen to it too, I don't. Coming uh, out of, Brandy's my Oh, look, this woman's got earrings. It looks just like ears. Yeah, we've already seen that. We've seen oh. that. Yeah, we went over that I've already. I've noticed there's some crazy shit that comes out of Brandy's microphone. I don't know if it's lost. All right. Uh, Brandy, where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages on Facebook. One is called History Dweebs, and that's where we kind of sometimes update uh, history-related stuff. But you can find our merch there. It's it's a pinned post there if you want to buy cups or, uh, you know, cat of nine tails or whatever with our uh, uh, logo on it. Oh, you can get T-shirts. And cat of nine tails. You can get T-shirts, ga- gag yeah, balls. History Dweebs butt plugs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's got Tim's face on it. <laughs> yeah. I know, but you can buy uh, all kind of cool <laughs> stuff there. Check it out. Um, and our main page where we hang out the most and where, where all of our listeners uh, interact with us is at uh, History Weaves the Podcast. And it's a really a fun group. And we, do all, we talk about all kind of crazy stuff. And uh, we have a film discussion group that's going on. Which Brandy has not been a part of, and I'm kind of disappointed at that. Brandy has a five year old that's sucking and up. You know all what? You made me skip somebody. You made me skip somebody because you were. Hold on. No. You made me skip somebody because you were interrupting me, and I went by. Him. Will Brandy, will you start a TV show discussion group? We'll see. I don't know. What, what the mascot of Team Colonel, the lovely, beautiful. Now, this is a beautiful young lady, Little Fallon. I said Fallon. You said Fallon, goddammit. She's on my team, and I said her name. She's the mascot. Very i got to give her the proper shout-out. I love Fallon. Fallon feels my boob pain, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it, yeah. I, we appreciate you ladies all throwing out what size bras you're wearing on there. So if you uh, could continue that thread, that will be appreciated by, by you know, by you, me and Timmy. Yeah. No. So where else can people find us? They can find us on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you can follow uh, the show at History Dweebs One on Twitter, or you can follow this weirdo next to my right at Hawk Waters. Where else? And you can find us on iTunes. iTunes, please leave us a review uh, if you can, a positive review. If you're going to leave a negative review, just, you know, don't bother. Just don't bother. Don't waste your time. But if you leave a positive review, we'll mention you on the next podcast. That's fair. Seems we fair. will be performing. Um, it, we actually will be performing at the inauguration. No, we it's will. gotten down to that we far. Will. We will not. Uh, <laughs> he's... He's called he's, us uh, up He's and, asked everyone yeah. else, and everyone's turned him down. Uh, thinking Sideways turned him down. Uh, sword and Scale turned him down. But so now he's down to the number 100 or number 758th most popular podcast yeah. on iTunes, History Dweebs. And mm-hmm. we will be at the inauguration uh, podcasting live. If it's live. not cool. Is that of all podcasts or cold. history podcasts? It's of all podcasts. I mean, well, that's uh, not bad. I'll take that. Oh, no, it's just of all history podcasts. I'm sorry. Oh, well, make up your fucking mind. There's a big difference. No, I just made that number up. But we are going to be at uh, the Presidential Inauguration Podcasting Live Mm -hmm. if it's not cold. Not true. If it's not cold. Yeah. None of that's true. And if if he'll move it to June. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's warmer then. And the cherry trees blossom. Yes. It's very pretty. Uh, And you can find us on Stitcher and Libsyn. Yeah, any of the podcast apps. If you go to Lipson.com, uh, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, and search History Dweeves, you can uh, have access to all of our older podcasts. You can celebrate our entire collection. You can. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, iTunes does not. Uh, iTunes only holds so many. I think it's like a year or something. But if you want to know some of our older podcasts, you can go back there. When we wasn't quite as polished as we are today. Yeah. And, sure. j- and so... And and I know some of my listeners are listeners. Your listeners. What's some your, of some of the, what's, that? what's up with that? Some of my friends. Someone's awful full of themselves. Have uh, sent me private messages because they've heard some rumors. Um, and I I just want to announce today uh, that I will not be leaving the show to accept the cabinet position in in President Elect Trump's as head dick sucker. He. You know, he's been uh, again about the intelligence agencies and he needs someone with true intelligence, with lack of intelligence. And he uh, he asked the colonel to join his team. But I'm going to stay with the podcast instead. Look All at right. You. Well, look at Sacrificing. you. Thank you. Thank you, Colonel. I mean, we... Sometimes you got to put your country first and sometimes you got to put your podcast first. Uh, I always put your podcast first uh, because. You can go and serve your country, but you never have an opportunity to sit around and talk about decaying vagina. Right, right. So we want to make sure that everyone is uh, aware of decaying vagina. Please mm-hmm. support. Well, uh, if you're around decaying vagina, you're going to be aware of decaying vagina. <laughs> all right, let's uh, wrap this up. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you all again next time on History Dweebs. Good day. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.